Hello and welcome to the Carbitrage Podcast, episode 100. I am Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Sinitsky. Hello. Hello there, that's me. And on today's special uh, self-congratulatory episode, we yes. have two amazing guests, both of which you guys have heard from before. We have Dan Balto from MNCEC. Hi. Hey. Thanks for having me on again. And we have Cool Mirage Guy from Drive Cartel. <laughs> Great to have both of you guys back. Thank you for coming on, especially together and working with our one second. I got one show of my schedule. Beer. I got a hazy pale ale, per Scott's recommendation. I should open it. You got my. I wanted the cream ale. Too bad. Oh, it's so much better. Thank I don't you even to care our what this is. number one best Patreon patron, Scott, for the beer. And speaking of such, if you haven't supported our show yet on Patreon, please go and do that. We have a beer level and we have a better than beer level. It's uh, patreon.com forward slash carbitrage. What's your beer again? Uh, Hazy Pale Ale. It's called Parlay. By, from Fair State. Yeah, from Whoever's Fair State. phone that was, that please mute mine. it. I'm sorry. That I am mine. drinking an Urban Growler Cream Ale, which is titled Cowbell. And I'm very excited about that. I love cream ale. It's my favorite <laughs> beer. Me too. It's it's pretty epic. So why, why is there any other beer? Uh, well, there, I like other beers. Like on a hot day, cream ale really isn't my number one. On a really cold day, I don't. You know, I prefer like stouts on a cold day. I prefer a wheat beer on a hot day. IPAs so, should just get thrown in the trash. Yeah, no, you, you should just have stouts, cream ales, and wheat beers, and that's it. Done. Slash thread. Everything else can go in the trash. What do you drink again, Balto? Yeah, the occasional hard cider. Okay. Or, you know, okay, those work. What is your preference of brand of hard cider? I'm putting you on the spot, so just deal with it. Yeah, let's uh, let's say Strongbow. Sounds good. Cool. What do you drink? Uh, and usually, my go-to would probably be like Flat Earth, but they changed. The Weird. Why is that? I don't know. <laughs> do you we'll spend Do you spend later. a lot of time? <laughs> like, okay. Is that just a plug for Flat Earth? Yeah. <laughs> No, but uh, usually my go-to would just probably be like any of the local, but usually just Heineken. That's fair. No, mine's like my go-to. It it always looks so appetizing with its bright green, translucent bottle. Mm, Tasty. Value for money. It's a great beer. (laughs) Ooh, this is this cowbell is excellent. I know it is. Mm. Mm. That's a very close number two to Castle Danger. (laughs) This actually, it's smoother I think than the Castle Danger cream ale, but it doesn't quite have the same. Flavor cream. I don't yeah. want to. Yeah, I don't know what you call that, but uh, yeah. No, I, 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 I like the Castle Dangerous Dick Cheese. That's got. It's really, really creamy. It's good. Yep. I don't know if I would use that descriptor, <laughs> but yeah. No, I absolutely. I'm glad you enjoy its dick cheese. <laughs> anyway, moving on. I'm going to use that as a segue somehow. Uh, Dan. Yes, sir. As is kind of customary with us, give us a CEC rundown for either stuff you want to recap from late 2019 since we last chatted. Or sorry, 2018 since we last chatted, or and or what's coming up for 19? Yeah, I think we'll actually just start with 2019 here. Sounds so. good. Looking forward, not backward. I like it. No, oh, absolutely. Always <laughs> got to make some progress, right? Exactly. I try, but it's you do better than I do on that one. Yeah, it's all good here. So uh, rundown for MNCC 2019. We got our huge Minneapolis Mile event on uh, Sunday, June 30th, and actually. I'll segue here quickly. I believe the day before at Kua, you guys have an awesome event going on as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. We also have uh, uh, Modest going on nice. right after that, too, that Sunday. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, it's yep. going to be pretty Modest fun. Modest will be fun. That's that weekend's weekend. going to be insane. It's going to be back-to-back. Yep. It's going to be fun, so, though. I mean, it's it's good, though. So, you know, what, so what, what date is it exactly? It is... Saturday, June, June 29th. Yep. And, then, yep. and then your event is... Sunday, June 30th. 30th. Okay, there you go. 
That, so, yeah. that does follow. Yeah. All right. That it's almost perfect. Part. And yeah. then uh, <laughs> we're going to follow up our Light Up the Night show from last year, which, you know, a lot of people think that the Minneapolis Mile is kind of what that was last year. But it's more so that we wanted to use that as a stepping stone to get to the Minneapolis Mile instead. Yeah. So what, what are the main changes? Because the venue is largely the same. Yeah. So what we're doing is we're moving two blocks east to, a, you know, the same north-south parallel um, sort of setup. But instead, we're taking over 12 blocks this year instead of 10 blocks like last year. Okay. And then 2nd uh, Avenue is actually a four-lane wide road instead of a two-lane wide road, which now allows us to have double the cars and oh, effectively double the fun as well. Nice. That's pretty incredible. Yeah, so you'll be able to park on both sides then? Or? Yep. Okay, cool. And no limitations as well. I know some of the domestic, import, and truck guys had to park in uh, the north lot last year, which mm, yeah. wasn't you know the best situation, but we had to make it work. So luckily this year we're giving them center stage right in the middle of downtown. That'll be really good <laughs> kind of make some amends absolutely so <laughs> it's uh it'll definitely be a crazy event 600 cars you know best of every brand and hopefully you know a few surprises and a few cars that people have never seen or maybe haven't seen in over a decade here in the state so i'm excited I'm pretty excited i kind of have some insight down though on that but i won't spill your beans oh no <laughs> definitely appreciate it i think uh if you don't make it out to the show, you'll definitely be disappointed. I will make it out I'm, to I'm the show. Make it out I just haven't registered yet because I'm done. No, for this, sure. But this we'll... this year it's not happening during Monterey Car Week, so I can totally go, and I'm really excited for that. That's fair. It's uh, it's also you know we'll have at least twelve to probably fifteen different photographers on staff as well. So, you know, if you want to try to live vicariously through the internet and enjoy the event should be a viable option i do well. both i go there park yeah. my car go to brits get scotch eggs and then live via the facebook feed oh, <laughs> like what's on the other end yeah oh cool oh, okay. i'll walk yep. down there later that's gonna be nice <laughs> no, you know what we should do is we should get those like self-driving buses they had on nicolet and just like have That'd those run up and down or just like uh, use advanced summon or whatever they call that thing just, oh on tesla's yeah just borrow a couple from eden prairie I'm like hey do you have any fsds um <laughs> No, I, I'm really excited that it's not going to be during Monterey Car Week because that's the only reason I didn't go. And I, I kind of felt a little bummed out that I didn't go. It's okay. What's the date on that this year? Uh, it, it's end of August as usual. Oh, so. crap. Is it, it wouldn't happen to be like August, uh, let's see, we got 30th, I guess. It's, I think it's the weekend before that, actually. Okay. Oh, the one of the uh, Mitsu Cookout. Oh, yeah. It's August 9th through the 15th. There you go. Perfect. Super oh, easy so, then. So it, it's, it's mid-August then. Okay. I, I, it was a very cursory Google, as we do on this podcast a lot <laughs> all the time <laughs> but google actually like pulled you know when you google like sports results this versus this it'll give you like the breakdown of what's going on it actually had like a, a breakdown on its own and thing, that's for so. 2019 no. yeah i oh. typed in 2019 so i'm reasonably confident that that information is correct but if not take it up with google nice yeah. so uh <clears throat> the reason why i bring that up is our light up the night show this year we're changing the venue of course because we don't want to do two downtown minneapolis events in a year Where, where's uh light up the night uh, it's going to, and this is just for you guys and the listeners today, it's uh, at the new MNUFC field in Midwest. Ah, nice. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Scott can walk there. Yay. You can walk to the car show. Yeah, congrats. <laughs> and uh, we realized it's also during the state fair, so more than likely oh my God. what we'll do is we'll give everyone the option Game to busters. get their uh, parking like right over in the field or in the parking lots uh, in the morning. We'll have like a transit bus or something running people up to the state fair. Are you are you be charging entry? Um, for the car show, yes. For spectators, no. Oh it, wow, it's gonna be great for people. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna have, like everybody. It's gonna be mobbed. Well, it is absolutely gonna be mobbed. It's gonna be like 
got to keep it under control somewhat, right? It's going to be like Cars and Coffee like five years ago here. Yeah, I'll like, just do a bunch of burnouts. That'll be fine. Like, no. you have to get here like 4 a.m. Oh, yeah. To, like, I kind of I liked that about the Cars and Coffee show here, though. Like, yeah. having to get up and get here, like, and a lousy quarter time. to seven, yeah, yeah, and sit in line for 45 mm-hmm. minutes mm-hmm. in my car. But obviously, Chan Hassan didn't like that. No. Like, you were blocking five. <laughs> like, we were courteous. Yeah. We let people go by. It was fine. You were, you were blocking our only artery to the world. Don't was... worry. I did it in my idling V12 BMW, so I was being environmentally friendly. <laughs> yeah, all these trees are super green now. <laughs> it, it's Look at all that CO2 we provided for the greenery around here. It's excellent. There, there's nary a dead plant in town. So light up the nights at the UFC stadium. That's cool. Are they gonna like cooperate with you guys and like light it up a certain color for you? Or damn straight, that's nice. uh, literally that's half the reason we chose that venue. For the sure. light, yeah, the light's pretty cool yeah. in there. Well, not only not only that, you've been working with MNUFC since I was involved with yeah, MNCC. Absolutely. Yeah, well, that so. was. As part of the the drive last year, right? That yeah. group drive, Paul Walker Cruise. Yep. Yeah, I didn't yeah. end up going to the end because I had other stuff to do. But yeah, I know that was the end location. Excellent. Yeah, buddy. Um, and then uh, our third event, which is currently unannounced and currently under plans and uh, semi under wraps, I believe this is the year MNCC does a fall rally. Oh, that'd be oh, fun. nice. That'd cool. be really cool. And this is something that we want to begin to unify the other car communities of Minnesota as well. Because right now we've drawn a lot from the metro area, but we haven't really connected with, you know, Rochester, Mankato, Duluth, Brainerd, you know, Iron Range, stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. I think it's about time we change that. Yeah, Yeah, it seemed like there was a huge Mm -hmm. presence at the that summit you held last year at Mm -hmm. 10 Pros about people that weren't in the cities. Yeah, no, the the board meeting was great. And this year, I think it's also time to open that up a bit more to the public as well, or the community at large, I should say. Fair enough. I'm just going to get there early and eat all the pizza. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) And the sushi. Boy, that was good. And I'll uh, I'll be Uh, making sure I cover all of your shows on the Carbitrage uh, website. Now that's actually a thing, finally. <laughs> now that so. we have a name that we can stick with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I actually can take the effort into putting together the website. So, yeah, it's really cool. Nice. That's really awesome. Uh, so, cool. What, what, are the, what all is Drive Cartel? Because you get Miles 100, you get all of the Cars and Crafts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have carving, Cars and Crafts starting yeah. in June. Well, pretty much the first Saturday of every month starting in June through... Yeah. August, I okay. believe, or September. Or say, it probably depends October. on the weather. Yeah, depending Didn't you guys on the weather. Like, you yeah. extended last year, right? Yeah. One, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was and great. It, yeah, and it even happened on, I think last year, it had, we had a rain date, but the rain, you know, luckily went away. But, uh, yeah. I do love that event. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not even called Flat Earth. Now they changed their name into St. Paul Brewery. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, they changed it. Yep. Can we still call it Flat Earth? <laughs> uh, to, I think everyone's fair. gone. <laughs> to, <laughs> to be fair, I, I get why they changed their, their name. Because yeah. you, you know there were just a bunch of Flat Earthers that were... Yeah. <laughs> I like their like, name. <laughs> yeah. The name is it's really unique. I liked it, too. So I was like... <laughs> I know exactly where I'm going now. Like, yeah. But y- you okay. know, like, exactly, yeah. like, the sort of people that's like, you're always, like, weirdo, like, like conspiracy yeah, theorists. Like, they were getting bad clientele society. from their name. Yeah, exactly. Like, you guys also believe? Like, yeah. ooh, easy um, there, psycho. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and you have, like, really, really pissed off scientists. Like, it's just a, like, a bunch of drunk scientists. from Dr. Like, the, Brown. Yeah, like, like, like Scott. All, all the physics teachers from the U of M get, like, really oh, drunk man. and, like, go down there and, like, break all their things. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, it'd be terrible. I get why they changed their name. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, we're doing Cars and Crafts this year, and then Modest is uh, June 29th. 
Um, so is Modest still with Modest Brewing? Are, are you guys related? No, you're, no. You're not? Okay. Because <laughs> no. I know it's like It'd the same It'd be pretty name. cool if we yeah, were, but no, I mean. Um, maybe not yet. Yeah, not yet. Because exactly. <laughs> the, the, the dude that does yeah. Modest is actually a car guy. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the guy that does Modest Brewing, he's, um, he's, he came into my work like once. And he, I think he had like a, he had a Volkswagen of some sort, but he's also like growing into motorcycles too. So he's into so, a lot of really broken, painful money holes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably, probably Motoguzis and Volkswagens. Like, I, I drink so much trying to bury my shame that maybe I should just start a brewery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, when you're modest at, was born. Uh, when you're an alcoholic, but also Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> have you tried our new bacon uh, brew? Oh, God. Uh, Neither oh, have I. It's <laughs> It's like a seven-year-old uh, keg just sitting in the corner. <laughs> like I, I can't, I can't. <laughs> so um, you got Modest One Hundred, and that's you get all, like one hundred of the best cars in Minnesota. Yeah, we're trying to get all of like everyone. You know, is uh, definitely invited. Like every car. Yeah. You know, so and this time it's gonna be at the uh, farmers market. I don't know if you guys have been to the oh, farmers yeah, market yeah. down down in, in downtown. That's St. Paul. Just yeah. by that's, North Loop, right? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Those, right, those right there. terrible yeah. under 94 yeah. meets happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, no. Not that. In, in St. Paul. Oh, the, oh St. Paul. Yeah, okay. okay. It's going to be in that parking lot. Yep. So oh, that's me really know. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, so even if it like rains, you know. You're going to something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know where that is now. Okay, cool. I should. I mean, it's easy walking distance from my house, but of course I will drive. Yeah. Not only because it's America. The Beatsy Car Show. Have you guys, have either one of you guys been to the the revitalized uh, Schmidt Brewery in St. Paul? Where they got oh, that, that yeah, market and yeah, everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Case right yeah, over Yeah, Keg and Case, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. the, the road there would be really cool yeah, yeah. if you guys could, like, that would be something. Tight. That'd yeah. be super Keg and Case is hopping, but I feel like it's less so in the warm months because that's such a great, like, interior winter destination. Yeah, to hit, yeah. But you might be more feasible to grab it yeah. for a, a well, summer Well, I was meet. thinking just that road because... That seventh? No, no, not Seventh. The it's, it's, road or that like goes the one actually in the Keg and Case. Yeah, the one that goes The only thing is it's not very wide, so you would have to shut it. Yeah, well, that's the thing is you could do a smaller one enough foot traffic yeah. um, mm-hmm. i was thinking about that too but i thought there was like apartments around there they that's are, why i was thinking those the apartments like, have their yeah, own but, parking yeah. it's fine yeah they, don't, they, they, they just, can walk yeah yeah the apartments have their own the apartments have their own parking there's enough like traffic flow around there you could totally like, shut that i bet they'd be like really into that because they get like a ton more foot traffic going yeah. into keg and case yeah that's especially true. if it's in the summer it's balls hot outside and they've got yeah, I mean, that Clutch Brewery up there. A, it's called Clutch Brewing. Yeah. There you go. One it's of their, all their, their I think their yeah. logo is the like the bar, the H pattern, but it has like the, the order of like events and how you brew a beer instead oh, of the yeah. numbers. <laughs> and oh, then they've got a revival in there, and then there's also a new mm-hmm. restaurant coming soon. In, in Bloom, and then you got uh, yeah, in Bloom, the Jamaican one coming. The Jamaican one's the one I'm thinking of. I forget the name of it, though. Mm-hmm. Either way. Pimento. Pimento. Pimento, yeah. Yep. So, I'm excited for that. Keg and Case is great. I really yeah. like it. That place is tight. If one of you guys could get that as a venue, I would definitely go. So. They have a yeah. big parking lot, too. <laughs> yeah, the, the parking lot's pretty big. A and decent could, amount of pretty decent street parking around uh-huh. it, too. So That's actually a rather long drunk stagger away from your house, too. So you could actually <laughs> probably that, do that. I could do it on my little electric scooter thing. That's yeah, true, just yeah. take your electric scooter everywhere. <laughs> or I could take my four-wheeled electric scooter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, your Tesla. Yes. <laughs> On a pilot, take the wheel. <laughs> oh, guys, I draw. Uh, I dragged my E10 down here last night mm-hmm. just to get it away from Stillwater and put it in my way here, so I have to work on it. Yeah, it makes sense. And I, I took it down here with the Tesla. Yeah. I used autopilot almost the whole way towing a trailer. Boy, that was. It seemed really illegal. Whoa. <laughs> 
Like I'm pretty That's sure. That's so cool seemed, though. I saw that video of it that. Seemed um, really illegal. I saw it on Reddit. I saw that video of that uh, Tesla going around. Like, how far did it go? It was going. I don't know. Like, the yeah, that's that's the full self driving with the navigator and autopilot. I've got the old poverty oh. one, so it just does like <laughs> lane keep poverty. and you know radar yeah. cruise and that kind of stuff. But it just it was weird. Yeah. You know, just like there's well, a car behind me on a trailer, and I'm doing five over or whatever on a major interstate. Hmm. But anyway, yeah, I, uh, I'm not sure where I was going with that. Yeah. I guess it doesn't really matter. So with um, <laughs> so with, with Modest One Hundred, um, you're gonna have all the is it so last year you had the 100 cool like best cars and it's kind of like how i gained a week faster you had to get approved to go in so now you're gonna have every everybody's like able to get in um no we're still gonna do some you're screenings still do yeah all right, yeah tight. so yeah, that's screenings, definitely like screenings like makes the show good yeah 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 <laughs> i mean we, we're not gonna let every car you know Let's say in. yeah uh, we just, uh, it has to be specific too. i feel like shows are better that way yeah like, you gotta I, curate a little bit even want, if you hurt feelings gonna, yeah. like i i oh, trust me I, as, mu- I, as much as i love ek civics yeah. like i'm not yeah, trying to exactly. see a clapped out ek civic yeah. with like a ls yeah and it's <laughs> in like 19 inch like double xrs on stock ride height yeah. with yeah. a like a dc sports like auto zone fart yeah. game yeah. i don't want to see that yeah. What about a super smoothed over shaved doors one with a system in it from 2003? <laughs> I'm okay with that. Oh, man. As long as it has that Bomex body fit. Oh, yeah. As yeah. long as I got the go. Bomex. Well, you're talking yeah. to the dude. Oh, that no, got, I'm you actually know, into that. You got that started one. with the Bomex body kit. So, like, you throw a Bomex uh, body kit on anything, I'm instantly into it. I'm uh, like, all right, let's uh, talk here. It's clearly something <laughs> I have something in common with. Oh, man. That was an unfortunate bring tie. back Bring back the big body kit <laughs> no 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 let's leave it dead where it, uh, it should stay oh jeez. Oh, <laughs> but yeah so you got that and so you're gonna you still have to screen cars but um yeah, what's the be, process yeah, for def- screening too i mean I, think, I know it's pretty subjective yeah, but it's, like it's i think we just have a couple of us just looking at it sure. just to say you know mm-hmm. like you said we don't want any, any like yeah any clean cars if it's like if you just have like <laughs> you bought a car from like toyota or like you know the new Corolla put on put on wheels you know that's you know it's not gonna pass no right? no no you need to do something more to it than Sick just like build bro yeah it has to be unique it has yeah it has to be has unique, unique. It has, it has, to, be has to have yeah what if you bought a Mirage and you put wheels on it well that definitely that's you if you have, it gets I, in right I, I, yeah, it gets I think it, if you have any sort you gotta of play modified, to your uh, judges a little bit <laughs> if you have any sort of modified Mirage I'm pretty sure yeah. you're gonna probably yeah, get on the yeah. podium for Modest 100. I don't. Yeah, I don't see go. any nepotism. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, seeing, seeing uh, that, I've always, uh, I've always been saying that uh, when car reviews review cars, you should always do the base models. Uh, Dan's uh, friend, what was his name again? That guy was up here for the longest time. He had that charger. Harris. Harvey. Thank, thank you. Harris. Har- Harris. Harris. Yeah. Harris. His name's Harris. Um, he actually said, without me uh, prompting him, he said, "Yeah, why don't they just like compare base models when they do?" Test drives and stuff, because like the whiz bing models are like. You mean like automotive testing? Yeah, when when like when they do reviewing, hmm. like yeah, just like instead of doing that the whiz bing model, do the yeah. base model, because then cars like the Mirage would be really awesome. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's honestly <laughs> that's, that's a fair point. Plus, then you get to see the base wheels and things like yeah. that, like stuff you yeah. never get to see. Like, I want to see the worst version. Like, what's the one I would actually be able to buy? Like, <laughs> what, what's the special financing version? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what what can I what can I get the ninety nine dollar a month oh, uh, mm-hmm. lease on? In theory, that's the most like apples to apples comparison yeah, you can get. To, you totally right? should, and it's like it, and then you have like you don't. Have to, it's like having a cake donut with just glazing on it you don't have to you don't have any of the whiz bang stuff to like show you like oh yeah this cool thing it's a donut with a bacon inside of it 
Like, no, this is how good the donut actually is. If you like this, then it's a good donut. Anyway, that's I'm pretty sure rant. you worked whiz bang into that run on three times. Yeah, I probably did. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, Anyways, so. yeah, but with like modest, I mean, we're definitely looking for, uh, you know, unique cars. I mean, we're definitely not going to let in, well, we're definitely just going to look at cars, but, you know, if it's like very basic, like, if you just, like, you know, the usual uh, coilovers, uh, Placidip, wheels, oh, rotas, Gross. Oh, full of kit, you know, it's, it's you're not, you know, it's, you gotta need something more than just that. When sure. I mean, especially if you did something with like, if it's, if like you don't, you know, for example, you did a whole, you know, swap on uh you know, say a DA with a K20 or something like That'd that. Be tight. Like yeah. a, what if it's like a super clapped like out first gen insight, but it's got a K series in it. That, there you go. There you yeah. go. That, that's I mean, it's something, it's something that we want to bring to, you something know, unique. Local, like, yeah. something like unique what if it looks like crap, but it's super cool. It's so like a rat rod, basically. Yeah, kind of. Like, yeah. like I took like, like a six hundred dollar junkyard insight and I put an all wheel drive turbo K24 in it, like or like Blubski. Well, that's not that's not JDM. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's DTM. No, no, it's not. It's actually just German because it was never DTM. That was never racing uh, Dutch tour wagon Deutsche tour wagen Yeah, it was never raced in that. I know, but like it's the way of saying German JDM. No, it's. That's a racing series. That's like saying it's an F1 car because it's Fine Italian. DDM. Yeah. Yeah. All right. GDM? Well, was, was that made in Germany? Yeah, oh, I'm sure it was. It was well, in the well, 70s. Was that, was that imported from the German domestic market? It was probably imported from West Germany at some point in time. Wait, it was it was intended for sale for West Germany and not sure. for America. I don't know. Well, I mean, this has DOT crash bumpers and crap Oh, so on that, it that then removed, that's USDM. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's well, just a Euro. It was USDM <laughs> spec. Now it's super Euro. Uh, Fine, fine, fine. <laughs> so that's interesting. I mean, yeah. it's, I don't yeah, know. We just want to bring out you, you know, you want the have... best of the best around, like yeah. the Midwest. You know, we're trying to get people from like Wisconsin, Chicago, Iowa. Uh, we got a, we have a car, I think, coming from like, um, I'm not sure if we have a crew coming in from Canada. Okay. Or, you um, got an award for the furthest traveled? Um, Actually, sure. yeah. yeah. I, I think you should. Yeah. That'd, be, that'd be tight. That's maybe. always been a Let's thing see. on Polar Run. Yeah. They're like, what team came from the furthest yeah. away? Yeah, I know that Mitsu Cookout um, yeah. did that. Um, that that's uh, a, that yeah, should that's be really cool. cool. Um, yeah, and, and I'll PM me after we're done with this, and I'll talk to some guys from uh, Van Culture, yeah. like Lowered Sienna's yeah. and stuff. Yeah, Van or, you know, American you know American Classics or Lowriders are trying to get them. Pretty much anything. How about you know, boogie vans, like like seventies like Dodge Tradesmans with like wizards painted on the side? That's what the that van be, show is no, for. No, yeah. <laughs> I, well, I was to say because I'm also in that community, so I can yeah. like get some like weirdo things coming in here. <laughs> I get some really weird stuff yeah. coming to your show if you want. Yeah, that would be. You know what? You know, but weird is cool though. You know, yeah, that's no, how you attract it for real. That, that's like. Yeah, that's, that's how cool Brexit made it in. Yeah. It's uh, like, <laughs> that thing's on stock suspension, man. It still made uh, it in. Like JCCS, uh, for like five years running, it was at eighty-one Tercel with like nine thousand miles out. <laughs> one like best of show. It was oh, like literally for five great. years in a row. Is this guy just like bought it from a grandma like in the Pacific Northwest, and he just took it to a Japanese classic car show. Like all these dudes were getting like pissed because they had like Hakoska skylines <laughs> and like they spent like six years on their build and this dude with like a five thousand dollar Tercel just like cleaned up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he eventually sold the car for like twice as much as he bought it for. God, I love that so much. <laughs> Dan, do you that's regulate awesome um, like entry? So if somebody registers something that's just like super crappy, do you have no, the ability we, to reject it or actually, no? Actually, if you go on our website, we have a vetting process probably very similar to theirs. Or it's just like it has to be of some. Quality. Is it extreme vetting or regular vetting? Extreme. 
extreme. It depends what your opinion, I guess, is. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, we definitely don't... The only stock cars we allow in are rare cars, mm. if that makes sense. It's so like a 1M. Mm. Yeah, no whereas, like, you know, when it comes to common yeah, cars, like, let's say, a Honda Civic or a Mitsubishi Lancer, they really have to be, you know, significantly modded to be... Right, so you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're telling me that my 2004 Honda Civic EX sedan automatic is not going to come in the show? Well, it depends. What's done to it? Absolutely nothing at all. Then, sorry. My parents bought my it for Mirage me. Gets I'm so mad. Gallon, so. <laughs> and Something's you, been done to it. It's yeah. efficiency. And when you guys said earlier, you know, yeah, you've hurt a few feelings and whatnot, like... I agree with that, and it's something that we've had to break away from because we're supposed to be kind of like all inclusive of the community and whatnot. But well, I mean, there's just, I mean, charging for a show gets yeah. rid of a lot it does. of yeah. that, yeah. but yeah. but not everything. So I mean, it's honestly a question I'm really curious about because mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I know how I would let people in and not into a, a car show, but yeah, I mean, that's watch, obvious to watch, all of you guys. That's called yeah. extreme vetting. What that's yeah. that's what not a good thing. Is your car vetting? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Oh, it's got the SST. Go home. Yep. <laughs> well, we have this. Uh, we have the spectator parking. And behind that, we have the shuttle parking, and then behind that is your house. You can park that there and walk. <laughs> I guess you can spectate if you uh, don't bring it up too much. Well, you threw that guy out earlier today for bringing in it. Yeah, there was a guy walking through, and he was uh, talking at me when I was uh, working on the M5, and he was telling me about his M3, which I don't care about. While he was looking at mine, it turned out to be an E90. So, what, 08 to 2013 or something like that? He was like, oh, I don't know if I need to do rod bearings. I'm at like 82K. seems fine. I'm like, it's fine until a rod goes through your block. It's a wear item on that thing at 90K. So, yeah, you got to do rod bearings. That's awful. Anyway, came up that his car was a DCT, and he used to have a manually 46M3. And I'm like, get out. Leave my yeah. garage. And he kept talking at me. I'm like, I wasn't kidding. And I pointed at the open door on the other side, and then I walked away from him and started working on my car again. Okay. I'm like, I have no time for automatic owners. You guys need a button on hand that just is like, it says Savage on it, and you press it, and all it is is like Macho Man Randy Savage. Like, savage. Oh, yeah. I guess we could we could like add it to the pre-war bell. Yeah, exactly. Get an electronic pre-war bell. Exactly. Snap it to a Slim Jim. But it would have to be like something about automatics not being acceptable. <laughs> yeah, but you have Cream to. Cream like, always rises to the top. <laughs> yeah, that has know. nothing to do with manual transmissions. Yeah. Okay, Eric, how do you feel about Power Glide transmissions? No. No, the Power Glide is the only automatic that matters. I'm. I'm That's more true, but um, there's 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 a there's a planetary transmission with completely manual band actuation used in drag racing yeah that's, and that's about as close i forget the name of the damn it's thing called the power glide no it's no because that's always just fluid it's not because this oh, is, is a dry clutch uh planetary transmission but what these things are it's it's set up it's a planetary gear set so everything's always engaged all the time and it uses a series of bands like an auto does but it doesn't need mm. fluid because it doesn't need mm. hydraulic pressure so it's literally it looks like one of those ratchet mm. shifters but all you're doing is you know, disengaging a band and grabbing another one. And I will, as we keep talking, I will try to think of it and uh, um, I'll bring it up again. We have talked about it on mm-hmm. Carbitrage before because we talk about the power glides once in a while. <laughs> if you're going to do an auto, a power glide is the way to do it yep. with a locking torque converter. That's important because the originals never did. And no. if you're cruising down the highway without a locking <laughs> converter, ooh, oh, Nelly. Well, that's, I've. It's not a good thing. I've been saying for years, like, yeah, that's the only transmission you need because if you're having something automatic, it's going to obviously be for drag racing, which you would should exactly. probably be wanting a 
rear-wheel drive car. It's called more. a Lenco, mm-hmm. L-E-N-C-O oh, okay, transmission. Yeah. I think we talked about that on Interesting Engineering, actually. But I think we, yeah, a while back. They yeah. take just absurd power, and the shift is as fast as your arm can shift it. So in my mind, it is... I mean, it's a manually actuated transmission. It's not a manual because it doesn't have a clutch. I well, you have think. The, I, I think that... Well, yeah, shifting, that, So I'll, I'll right. add that. So you right. have that. You have the power glide, the TH400, the only three automatics that are okay. The TH400, just because it's a little bit more viable for lower power TH350. cars. TH350. It's actually a better trans to build oh, than the 400. Okay. Right. The, the, you're right. The 400 is the better off-the-shelf trans. Yeah. But you see a built one. The 350s are more receptive to mods. Well, that's the thing is the TH400 would just be the... That almost would, the same. Th- yeah, they're almost the same, but it would be a budget thing. It'd be for a lower power car. Anyway, so, we are way yeah. off topic. <laughs> so the extreme vetting process, What do you, when you're gathering information from somebody that's submitting for one of these shows, what do you... I mean, I've, I should know this because I've been to your shows before, but like, what information do you gather and actually use for this vetting process? Let me just or if I were tap away on the computer here. Process. <laughs> uh, you know, other than the basics, so year, make, model, mm-hmm. uh, submodel, and then we ask for either a modification list or a restoration list, and oh, then okay. we ask them to upload pictures of their vehicle as well. So you can sort of gauge the quality based on it's, photos. It sounds like yours is more objective than subjective. You know, we try to be, but obviously there's some amount of subjectivity. I, I, I think that's that's kind of the difference between MNCC that's and like, Drive yeah. Cartel is that like, MNCC, you're you're so large that you you kind of yeah. have to be objective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you uh, add a field? So like where it says make, if they type in Chevrolet, mm-hmm. can you have it auto add a field that says how many neutrals does your 4L60 have? <laughs> <laughs> not a, we're not that far yet. Oh, okay, all right. Maybe in the near future. That would be kind of cool. Well, that, that would be a nice little drop down menu. I bet they'd get a kick out of it. I mean, or I like mean, if it's a Ford, like how many pedestrians have you murdered with your Mustang? Yeah, there we go. On that note, though, like you know. For our show, Volkswagen, with which timing chain are you like, on? Trying to, you know, Ford is going to have like, you know, 50 spaces, whereas like right. the Mitsubishi Subaru row is sort of split, so it'll be like 25 each. So All right. the way and the pickiness that we have to be relative to each brand also. And I suppose you know, it's tough because, I mean, you send out multiple rounds of invites, so like yeah. you never know what you're going to get mm-hmm. later. So if you preliminarily accept somebody with a little bit more basic car, you may be. You know, getting the person like me, which has got you know really nice cars, but I go last minute. Exactly. Like if I didn't know so, you, I wouldn't yeah. go to the show because I just yeah. I don't do anything that far in advance. Yep, and that's why we're actually like staging how many spots are available at a specific time as well. Okay. With the exception of the exotic row, which I'm sure you guys have done research on it, so I'm not questioning it. But well, it's, it's not just... research. We just have the data to support it. Well, I call that research. Yeah. That, that is that is data research. aggregation. Yeah, yeah that and... is actual. Yeah, I think you might be the only. Actually, you're. I might be able to say this with some confidence. The only car group that has enough nerds to actually be able to do data sets and actually do surveying and actually yeah. get, get all that done. You can tell by the website of the car group. Yeah, no, it, I mean that in a good way because, like, they're like, I feel like Weekfest and people like that, like the really huge import shows, they could totally have a really, really good statistic database. That actually they could sell the data for for like money, but nobody ever does it. And like MNCC actually has all that data, and that's actually really really cool because that gives you the ability to actually, you know, do something with that data as opposed to just have to take a wild guess. It's like when you see these things where people say right. like, "How many?" Well, that helps mm-hmm. when you're justifying, yeah. especially mm-hmm. if it's a decision about like a venue or exactly what it's, you're letting in or not letting in. That's really really important. But I mean, on top of that, just like for just the science of 
cars and stuff. And like just for like, Is that like marketing. Yeah. Cool. And for like marketing and stuff, that's like hugely important. I feel like I feel like more groups should be doing more stuff with their data. I mean, it's it's a gray area though, because we sell everyone's personal information to pornographic websites, and that's how we're funded. Yeah, it's it. exactly. Don't how worry, it works. I so, submit people that waste my time to cat facts. <laughs> oh, we should um, we should we have to put together that uh, that why are you watching porn ad with Tucker? We gotta oh yeah, with that one. Wait, that's not necessarily arbitrage related, <laughs> but yes, we do have to do that. <laughs> Um, so anyway, segueing off of that, I want to talk about a show that we are currently, well, we were at, now it's done, but we're recording. So we are at my garage down here in Chanhassen at the Autoplex. And today was, is the, uh, season opener for the Cars and Caves show, which you guys caught the very tail end of, uh, it's worth mentioning a couple days ago is 76 and bright, sunny, clear blue skies. And today it was forty degrees, and I got snowed on a little bit, pushing my two thousand two inside. And rained on, and it was yeah. cold and very uncomfortable. But anyway, um, I still saw Rolls Royce. <laughs> there's there was some cool stuff here. There was but... a, a right hand drive uh, Z thirty one. I think it was a two hundred ZR, which is like that's actually really cool. Yeah, really. Is it, cool. That was a that's a pre facelift then. Post facelift, so you so you would be all about it. Yep. Nice. So I didn't like the body, but I like the two hundred ZR if it is one. Is that an RB twenty then? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, touch it. That is pretty. Who <laughs> <laughs> was like. I just need to adjust. I'm just <laughs> uncomfortable. <clears throat> nothing, nothing at all going on. Uh, usual, just fine. But anyway, yeah, it's the season God, opener. Hold my pocket. I, I do kind of. <laughs> I feel a little bit bad because the turnout was low. But I mean, this happens to every car show that's on a cold, wet day. You get a yeah. lot of attrition, especially early in the season. But I mean, these shows—they're not. I mean, we we put them on as the association, but we uh, we do them for free, and then we give kind of the control of the show over to a charity. And this month was Ronald McDonald House, so I, I feel a little bit bad that they're probably going to get like a really low turnout and maybe not come back just because it's McDonald's. Had... Ronald McDonald House is a spin-off. I don't think it's still related, is it? They are. All right. Yeah, okay, it's fine. the same yeah. But anyway, um, so I, I still think that this venue is so important to the Cars and Caves progressing, and I think it's kind of a nail in the coffin for something like the MN Cars and Coffee show, yeah. which used to be here. And then also, to a lesser extent, kind of competition or like a, an alternative, even though it's on a different day, to the Medina Caffeine and Gasoline show. And I want to talk independently to you guys about how you feel about both of those shows. So I guess kind of starting with the Cars and Coffee, the one that used to be down here at the Chan Hassan Autoplex. Um, I think both of you guys had at least mm-hmm. been to a couple of those shows down here, right? Yep. So, as we all know, it switched to a quote-unquote permanent venue at Canterbury Park two years ago. Or three, maybe now. No, two. And it was two? Two, yeah. And uh, just recently and silently, after they canceled the first one of the season, which for no reason, they moved it again to a casino parking lot, which is four lots, which are separated by a fairly busy street. Oh, you know when Dan, you know this. You know, like when a star like it begins to expand to go supernova and then mm-hmm. just explodes. Yep. Do you feel like you're kind of seeing a supernova here? I feel like I'm looking <laughs> at a supernova. I mean, only <laughs> if you mean by the eventual collapse into a black hole. And that's yeah. the thing. When you, you you guys look at data, you see patterns, especially being you know people that curate good events yeah. in the cities. So like, what's your impression? Like, do you think that that show is kind of on its way down? And I, that's a very leading question, but I still intend for it's you guys all, to answer It's also them. a very stigmatizing question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this uh, is arbitrage where you don't yeah, care about people's yeah. opinions. Kua, you first. I mean, <laughs> no, but personally, I've only been, I've only been to the Cars and Coffee. I've been to both of them, but 
Sure. I felt like the one here, everyone knew about the cards and yeah. copy that was here. Right. Well, it, got, it, was, on people, speed, it was on Speedhunters. Yeah. Do, do it you was think one that of was, the best shows yeah. in the world. Do you yeah. think that was due more to the venue or to the actual show? I think that was probably the venue. Yeah, it's the venue. Matters, I think so, too. Because, I mean, right after they switched it from the Chanhassen Autoplex yeah. to oh, yeah. Canterbury Park, like, the first show down at Canterbury was huge. Yeah. Like, the biggest I've ever seen, turnout-wise. The next month, half. Yeah. Like, yeah, people yeah. are just like, this, par- this is a parking lot. That yeah. sucks. I, I believe it it's to be hot. 50-50. It's half the venue and half the actual people putting on the show. Well, there's that. And I feel like the change of how they handled the sponsor layout really wasn't conducive to their venue change because like yeah. here they had them all kind of in the middle by the exotics so like you organically mm. could ambulate mm. through the sponsor tents and that was kind of nice to I give think, them exposure i think that was one of the main attractions here too when yeah you had cars and coffee yeah, you, could actually, you had to go through yeah. the sponsors yeah yeah, yeah i think Especially, it's, it's yeah. really well set up for it and just the fact that you you don't get overwhelmed like you can't see everything all at once yeah. here well, whereas I, you're in a parking lot like, i'm never gonna make yeah. it i'm gonna cast yeah. away yeah, Wilson's well, not even going to get there. So, as someone who's hosted multiple parking lot shows, including one at, you know, the exact Can- same yeah. venue in Canterbury, <sighs> parking lots aren't that interesting. They're, Some venues are able yeah. to make it work, like your guys' event last year for Drive Cartel. Perfect. You guys were able to space it out, and it felt like I think it felt down to earth, and it felt perfect. I think, yeah. but something flatter. like this, when it almost becomes a parking lot as it is because of how many cars are there. And the fact that it's not staged and there isn't really good like and there's no vetting process it. either yeah, for the that vehicles too. that are there. I think yeah. I think the other issue with parking lot shows is that all right. So if you're in the middle of cars and coffee at Canterbury, like you would be last year, if you're dead in the center, you it's literally a sea of cars. Mm-hmm. At modest, if you're dead in the center, that you can still see trees and like foliage and you see the other stuff around and the cars become part of it. And the way you had it curved, like the the car the cars being showed mm-hmm. off, like curving out along the edge, was really cool. And you also had like sponsors and stuff over there too, yeah. so you weren't just like in the sea of endless cars. Yeah. You were actually doing stuff. Yeah. I think this also breaks down to what makes a car event special. So mm-hmm. our events are legit car shows, right? That have structure, yeah. a beginning, an end, and trophies, etc. Right? You guys even have a schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas like yeah. cars and coffee markets itself as a car show, but really it's just a car meet. And I right. think that having yeah. it in a parking yeah. lot more so now reiterates that yeah. fact. Whereas how is it different from like oh. the under ninety four meet? Yeah. Or, or like, like you know, there's so stuff. many weekly meets too. Like oh Tuesday, yeah, more now than ever. Tuesday used to be MMI. I think Wednesdays. I forget who has Wednesday, Thursday. TCBMW does with yeah, Karch. They, yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Duh. Plugging that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to start doing the Japanese classic car show, or uh, Japanese nostalgic car, like, bi-weekly Tuesday meets. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, yeah, it's, like, totally overwhelming. And then, like, yeah, Wednesdays, you, Wednesdays yeah. you, you also have that, like, little get-together at the Chick-fil-A over yeah. in Bloomington. Yeah. Yeah. Tuesday oh, was the, Manilist, and then yeah. Thursday was Kanye. Oh, yeah, Wednesday yeah. used to be the Sonic, but... Well, yeah, Wednesday well, is also... Um, Kurt does that um, bi-weekly Mitsubishi. Bi-weekly yeah. Mitsubishi. Uh, yeah. yeah. So that How do you guys feel knowing that you invited two Mitsubishi people on today? That's fine. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Fine. You're, you're both two very broken-hearted individuals. Yeah, I was going to say, the amount of, like, just, like, trauma that you've experienced from your vehicles, like, I just want to back up. It, it, it's like the different uh, stages of grieving, because you're still grasping on for hope, and, and, and you're oh, still, you're just sitting there having accepted it. Are there oh, 12 just, stages of grief yeah. in the Mitsubishi yeah. land? Yeah. Or, do you guys have, like, a chip for recovery? So, so Berger, you've yeah. got the uh, I've pulled up a map. Up this oh, is for uh, oh. this that is a relevant thing. So that oh, is there. You see this lot three and four, and then a large road and a significant distance to lot one and two. 
So, I'm not sure if you've ever been to Mystic Lake. But, I have not. Many, um, many, many times. I'm looking at that entrance, and I know just how big that entrance is. That's yep. a easily 100 feet between yep. uh, of walking up, up just down the street oh, to yeah. get from block, yeah, that's, that's... lot two to three. That's a huge problem. Oh, yeah. That, that, that's not conducive. Now, they did uh, make the area a lot more pedestrian-friendly. In between there, I believe, is a roundabout as well, plus like multiple different crosswalks. The roundabout's actually on the other side. Um, I think there are, you are right. I think there are two roundabouts. I think where yeah. they have that right where lot half two diamond. is actually yeah. that intersection. I believe is also a roundabout. Yes, now. I think so. Yeah, is the lot um, four and three the the ramp? Yeah, I think that's the ramp. That's yeah. the ramp. Oh, but that's okay. where spectator oh, yeah, yeah, parking right. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So lots Dang, one and far. two are the actual yeah. show, but it's like to get there, like yeah. spectator, like you're gonna lose people are just hanging out in spectator. Yeah, they're just gonna probably be in the spectating lot. Yeah, that's going to be, like, a huge issue. Personally, I do believe this is an, an improvement on Canterbury, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, well, yeah, yeah, no, playing Frogger is more interesting than just wandering through mm-hmm. the dune sea of cars. That's very true. Sea of so what cars. I would like to know is, is whether there's one in and out, um, basically, entrance, because that was one of my favorite things about the old venue here, is that you could, as a pedestrian, go and camp out. Yeah, at the In-N-Out location. So the road on the right there on the east side is sort of like, I think the only way that people are going to be going in and out more or less, because if you go straight through the (laughs) casino, it's slow. There's speed bumps and people want to avoid them. But don't worry, they have plenty to eat and drink, which is, I shit you not, one of their like pros (laughs) to this venue. I'm like, bro, I'm not going to a car show in the morning on a Saturday to drink a bunch of beer and eat. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's so I, I guess, like, yeah, Scott does have a point with watching them exit. It looks like there is one exit because they've blocked off that main road that goes into Lot 1. Okay. So, I mean, you get that, but it's still at but the end of I'm the I'm curious day, to though. see how the interplay works because there's a lot of parking lot there where they can't touch. Yep. Which is the main lots for casino patrons. Yeah. So, like, how I, – I, I would almost go once just to see how it plays out, but mm-hmm. I just don't think I even want to yeah. do it for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's live, also live, live vicariously through the media. We, Pretty we, much, that's my yeah. plan. You I'll also have to understand, <laughs> Kua, how long does it take for you to drive from your house? And you live in St. Paul, right? No, I live in White Bear Lake. You live in White Bear. Yeah. How long is your drive from White Bear to uh, to um, Mystic, Mystic Lake? I think that's about an hour drive for me. Can Easy you see an hour drive? Can you see the Mystic it's an Lights? Hour for me so, too. if you're not from Minnesota, Mystic Lake has these lights, which you usually see on George Norrie's website. You see one mistaking for a UFO because you're just. <laughs> idiots flat earth or what <laughs> yeah um but uh full circle it, it's one of those things where like I, I live in st louis park which is beyond the curvature of the earth from being able to see mystic like given everything being flat you have no proof. Uh, yeah like i i exactly i've got proof that the earth is round i cannot see mystic from my house um but it's a miracle I, you ever went to a flat earth show know, right but you you can still, on a cloudy night, you'll see the Mystic Lights from, like, downtown, even. Oh, absolutely. Like you, actually, I mean, you can get into the edges of St. Paul and still see the Mystic Lights on the horizon in the, in the southwest sky. And, I mean, it's kind of cool. I mean, it, they, they form, like, a, a light teepee. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's whatever, that, yeah. But... So, but that's the thing, is, like, if you can't see that... From your yeah. house, if the curvature a, of the earth is between that, you and the show, yeah. that's that's too far away. Because like the Mystic Lights, you can see through like the entire metro area, right? And you live on like the East Metro, and there's a lot of car enthusiasts that live there. That's where I live. Yeah, mm-hmm. like most car enthusiasts I know of. Like I hold a show on the West Metro, 
because there's like five of us and like we are the crowd like culture is pretty yeah. big on the west side but it's a little different it's different yeah but the like um, import is big on the east side for yeah sure. well not only that but like just like cars existing well, like actually because like that, here yeah the money is all on the west here side. there's yeah. here it's like it's like exotics and like lifted trucks which i guess is like that's what tyler's into i guess again like, the money's on the west side yeah, it's, it's the hundred thousand yeah. dollar bro dozers and the least mclarens you know eventually I, I, bmws and uh what i was like, coming in i saw a bunch of mercedes yeah exactly I crossovers th- I, I think no. Mercedes crossovers <laughs> and bmw crossovers and best, yeah, exactly. best crossover <laughs> award so uh good news is if you have mankato 2025 now, yeah 2025 you will have your first cars and coffee you're almost there. <laughs> right? Yeah, they're just moving slowly, slowly. Yeah, slowly they're they're eventually just going to be in Mankato proper. <laughs> Which, I mean, there's actually... So, 507, guys, there? there you go. Oh, uh, 507. Yeah, 507. It's a F- FCS. Okay, yeah. I wanted to go to their opener meet, actually. It sounded interesting. I haven't actually been to one of their shows, but I heard Oh, their shows are great. Okay. I try to go down with Chase whenever I can, because he always has a big crew that comes down from the cities. Because the... One of them like overlapped with the first Cars and Coffee, I think, or something. I'm like, well, why would I ever go to this Cars and Coffee event when I could drive 10 miles further and get in Mankato? Yeah. No, like, that, well, that's the thing is I, I really wish I had, I wish we had an additional mic so I can get one of the guys from 507 on, in fact, actually. About we it. could do an at-the-show mm-hmm. meet with the Shore microphone, which worked really well. Yeah, we, I, think, I think we could do that. But if not, I'm going to start hitting up the guys from 507 and get somebody to see if they can drive up here. Well, it's, it's not just very far to Chanhassen from them, so it should be still, fine. It's, it's, it's an annoying drive this early on a Saturday. You know, it's noon. not that early. Noon it's is noon, not Noon early. is early on It's Saturday. early for you, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, and, and Kua and Zing and everybody. Like, well, they've been able to make m and I car shows on Saturdays. I think they could make okay, this. Okay, yeah, they yeah. can make this. Yeah, I can get somebody. So, yeah, that's, yeah, to reiterate, yeah, an hour from White Bear. From my house in St. Paul, it's almost 50 minutes. 50 with five no zero. traffic five zero minutes Jesus. without entry time and parking mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff so that's, that's insane that takes two hours out of my day mm-hmm. so that's you know less time i'm gonna spend there i mean chanhassen isn't close but it's like a 35 to 40 minute drive so that's a significant difference yeah that's awful canterbury was already 15 minutes further yeah. so this is you know another five ten minutes after that so it's just, well you know there's this other thing probably where 10 we we, we talked about where yeah. most car enthusiasts live and it's usually in suburbs because you need a garage, usually. Yeah. It's like a first-ring suburb that you live in. Mm-hmm. And going out to, like, a third-ring, fourth-ring, this is kind of like in the middle of nowhere. This, this is, is this beyond is... Exerbia. This is downright rural. Yeah, because, I mean, Bloomington's the second ring. Shakopee's third ring. This is on a reservation. Technically, uh, Shakopee. Like, yeah. yeah. This is, like, really out there. This and is getting, rural. Get, you go down rural, there, it's farmland yeah. stuff. Yeah, it is farmland. Yeah, it like is. even even housing developments are like pretty scarce out there right now. Yeah, I hate and, to break <laughs> it to you guys though, it's the exact same distance from your house to here as it is to there. <laughs> Whatever. Well, anyway. yeah, but traffic on what four ninety five. But Dan, my world is black and white, and it's all grainy. <laughs> and Tupperware is falling out of my cupboard. <laughs> but yeah, no, you you really have to like go. It's like yeah, like. If you're like trying, because the thing is, like, I whatever. What I liked about having cars and coffee here is like when it was here, I worked those Saturdays, and I would I could schedule around that. I could say, yeah, I'm coming to work at 10 a.m. I mm-hmm. wake up at seven, and then be at the show, be wrapped up by nine. eight, well, nine, yeah, nine, eight, eight. If I'm trying to get some stuff done. Well, on the the yeah. really the, in its peak, maybe a year before it moved from here. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people were in by 7, out by 9.30. Yeah. Which, I mean, the show was actually trying to fight. They were trying to get people to stay, you know, come in. like as They were actually advertising, like, come in at 9.30. There's going to be a bunch of open spaces then, and then stay through 
11 or whenever they actually canceled it up, but nobody did. I mean, this place was a ghost town an hour before its official end at noon. So it's the only type of thing you can get car people to come early to our car shows. Yeah. And I think unless cars and coffee, M-N-C-N-C, not C-E-C, not to be confused, unless they get the fairgrounds, that show is done. Yeah. In my opinion. They have to move it back into the city. It still seems like, you know, to be honest, like... Fairgrounds has plenty of room. Everyone knows where it is. Does anybody remember rice killers from back in the day? Sure do. Yep. Oh, yep. Yeah, up in Fridley before mm-hmm. they moved to mm-hmm. they, they did the same thing. They were in Fridley, great location, moved to moved to Champlin. Awful, awful, horrible black hole in the earth that you should never go to. When it was in Plymouth, uh, it was great. Yeah, and when it was in Fridley, it was great. And then it went to Champlin and it was awful. Yeah. Nobody's driving to Champlin. There's nothing like on like Champlin's on the way yeah. nowhere. No, like <laughs> not, not only is it on the way to literally nowhere, like the if you go to Champlin, you're going to encounter a method. Like, it's not a matter of, <laughs> well, you might, like, you literally will. Uh, <laughs> so it's like, but, I mean. This same, isn't St. Cloud. But, I, I mean, like, it's close enough, but, I mean, it's the same thing. It's, I think if they, if MNC, if, sorry, M- <laughs> MNC ampersand C, um, <laughs> if they went to the cities, I think if they did, like, a $1 entry charge. I don't think that would cover the venue. But I, I mean, mean, Dan would be true. able to speak to that maybe more, no, but I, uh, I know it's an expensive that's true. Unless they could guarantee their attendance every time, and then the question is, will people pay it out of principle yeah. or not? Yeah, and they, that's right. true. That's very, that's very tough. And they're but, always I mean, touting, like, we will keep it a free show, blah. I'm like, I get it, I get it. But in your, okay, so I think Fairgrounds, that would have to be it for them it's to so sustain. Expensive. I know, but what, what do you guys think? Is there, but yeah. is there would, a viable alternative that you could think of that you would actually see their show not only kind of sustaining, but maybe even growing back to what it was? Any place that is a like decent street or scenic venue. So like downtown Minneapolis, downtown St. Paul, mm-hmm. or state fairgrounds. Do you think they could swing the permits every month on that Saturday? They probably could if it's big enough. You I mean, never know. Probably, they say that okay. they're completely funded through sponsors, so if that's yeah. possible... Sure. You know, okay. you, you know. Come to think of it, that, that's a genuine Dan, question. You, you've no you've got actually a really good point about that because there's a lot of businesses in like downtown Minneapolis and downtown St. Paul yeah. that would love some foot traffic on a Saturday morning yep. for the brunch rush. So instead well, of like giving a crazy sale, it's just like you have people there. I think the farmers market. Yeah, farmers but, markets. Because there's yeah, it's an interesting yeah, looking so, venue too, yeah. especially the St. Paul one. Yeah. yeah, the St. Paul farmers market's a really good location. There's a bunch of locations, uh-huh. but just really up to them. Well, and it's it's close. Yeah. To the population density. Exactly. I think that's pretty I think huge. that's. I think that's the main thing that we're, when we were looking for areas, yeah. or places, that was like a huge thing. Like we don't want to be like too far or too crowded. Had to pick a place that was like right in between. You're not trying to go to like Hastings. And I'm not trying, trying to, to get to you guys like... to divulge your secret <laughs> no, locations no, or anything no. for these guys, but yeah. yeah. Hmm. That's, yeah. That, that's the thing. It's like it, it's you know. It, at the end of the day, we're all Minnesota. Like we're car enthusiasts in the state of Minnesota. We're like we're kind of a rare mm. breed here, and even with our small petty differences, you know, helping each other out's huge. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's why, like you know, Tyler's burnt a couple of bridges with some people, but I mean at the same time, we still it's had like, it on the podcast. It's great to talk yeah, to. Him. Yeah, no, I, and no, that's the thing is I'm, I still I'm do not, their I'm not mad. Yeah, no, and... I'm not mad at him or anything. But I, I just I know, I know he he makes pe- some people mad. But it's like at the end of the day, it's like I don't want to see Tyler fail. I want to see like at the end of the day, he's right. everything he does is a good thing for the car community. And at the end of the day. He's still a car enthusiast, and I can get along with him better than I can some random person at like Whole Foods. For sure. Yeah. So, and, and like, that's the thing. I, I think like I offer these criticisms because I'm I'm worried that this yeah. at one point the largest monthly recurring show mm-hmm. in the world yeah. is like a it's it's going to die in its current 
in my opinion, in its current trajectory, it's going to die. And yeah. I don't want to see that happen. Yeah. I still like the show, but I mean, in my opinion, this is not the way to do it. Yeah, no, that that's a really good way, yeah. really good point about it. I agree. And I, I think, you know, segueing off that like whole Minnesota car enthusiasts being um, kind of like a, you know, really intertwined a lot more than like SoCal car enthusiasts. I'm not sure if you've ever been there, but if you talk to somebody from like the SoCal car enthusiast community, like if you talk to somebody with like a Japanese car and ask them about the Euro guys yeah. or like vice versa, like they're like, oh yeah, yeah, well, light their houses on fire. F those guys. There's <laughs> <laughs> like a huge rivalry. Yeah, it's yeah. like Minnesota. It's like, like Minnesota, it, it, it's like, it's, you know, you meet somebody with a muscle car. You're like, is that a ZR1? Yeah. It's like, if you got like a Honda, like you usually try to get along with him. It's on the other person not to. And it's a very right. rare thing where you meet somebody that like legitimately has like a challenger and it's a complete dick about it. Cause like you don't have anybody else to talk to. You know? Right. Well, you can talk to other challenger people. And so I was wondering, how do you guys feel about the overall state of the Minnesota car community? Like, how do you feel question. about like uh, the way car enthusiasts feel? Do you think the last few years... How's the morale doing? Yeah. Like, like, in the last few years, has it gotten better? Because I always personally feel that our car show quality has, has gotten better because of groups like mm-hmm. you two, uh, like MNCC and Drive Cartel. There's something to be said there also about just, like, the spirit of competition, right? Like, yeah. none of us are at odds with each other, but, like, when we see each other's events, we're like, oh, hey, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. We should improve ours by doing X, Y, or Z things. Yeah, how, how can I be better than them? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Which is it, good, though. Yeah, yeah no, it's really it's, good. It's, like, it's, how can we mutually improve the quality of our shows by using each other's ideas? The, the Model T sucked until the Chevrolet came around. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you need, you need to have yeah. that competition. And then once you get the competition, you end up with a 409 Impala. So uh, <laughs> giddy up 409. But uh, no, I, I, I do want, I do want to know how you guys each individually feel about that. Cool. You want to go first or you can go first. No, no, no. So. Let's make cool do it. <laughs> Who's well, gone mean, first every time? Fine, fine, fine. Dan no, can go first. Dan goes first. <laughs> <laughs> So, obviously... Keep me on your toes. <laughs> Let's start with the base. This question is sort of emotional in nature, so clearly, like, facts and figures probably do nothing in this no, argument. No, absolutely so, not. And that's why I, wanted, that's why yeah. I wanted to throw this at you. This is why you will do well in this question, Balto. For sure. So, if this is one of those, like, I'm licking my finger and, like, putting it up into the wind, trying to feel for the forecast, I'd say for, you know, how the Minnesota community specifically is trying to ignore, like, external features, like how the, you know nationwide car community is right now yeah because of like technological factors and other things that are changing it i'd say overall there's probably a better spirit of like togetherness and i think that just as we said with our car shows how we use them to be better than each other i think we see the exact same thing with how people are like stepping up their build qualities and project Mm -hmm. cars and stuff in the state as well Mm-hmm. That's really huge too uh, yeah, about the like, build quality. I hate to say mm-hmm. that it's like an escalation of arms, so to speak. No, it should be. That's what yeah, cars yeah, are. It's yeah. an arms race. Yeah. So I think we're starting to see like the next come on arms Warhead. race, basically for like our car community, yeah. for at least our generation. Yeah. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting yeah. for Mugen body kitted CRX executives, <laughs> like the leather God. interior, like being a thing, like here, because I want like people like really go over the top. Like I, I want to see our community become like. California quality where it's like like you go to a car show with the express purpose to shit on everyone with the best build. So and we kind of already are. It's a question of what part of the community are we looking at? Yeah. Because like back to the fifties has been great forever, right? But it's like like they're all like 
It's the same cars. Exactly. It's the mm-hmm. exact same cars. So the question is more like, how can our generation, a generation that, you know, statistically speaking, is financially behind the eight ball, how yeah. can we afford these awesome builds then and make mm-hmm. them better as well as car costs keep going up, specifically with classics? So that's kind of a whole nother wrench in the gears, I guess. Ah, uh, you said say. a whole nother Dan Balto. Oh. So, cool. cool. What, what do you What do you think? I think you know. Like being at like um, you know just talking to people even at like car shows and modest mm-hmm. I think it, it's it's pretty good mm-hmm. you know because we always get like positive you know feedback about you know I love every one of the yeah. shows I've been to for I mean both yeah. of you guys yeah. but I mean yeah. they're they're the ones I seek out yeah. now and I think it's good too because we like literally you know I go to you know take pictures and everyone's really happy I think that's a good thing no one's really mad or mm-hmm. causing major drama. You know, that's true. That just is a really big thing. Yeah. Well, are the people who want to cause drama going to the events, yeah. or are they just shit? No, they, they're they're <laughs> yeah. shit talking yeah. online, but they don't matter because yeah. it, it's like it's like but, Bernie, it's like Bernie Sanders yeah. supporters and. In 2016, it's like, yeah, they were the loudest people in the room, but who came out and voted? Like yeah, nobody. Exactly. Yeah. And then we ended up with Trump. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, they <laughs> we'll talk. take that one yeah. offline. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, that's the thing. It's like. These, these people that are like have a loud voice, they're not going to do anything. They're just going to sit there and be loud, and they're on the internet because they're doing nothing. Yeah. And they're just being loud. They're not yeah. building cars. Because yeah. they're building cars, they won't have time to be loud on the internet. Yeah. And that's the, that's the cool thing about, like, I think when we started doing um, you know, um, cars and crafts, it was very you know, relaxed, really, yeah. really chill, you know, and um, just going out and talking to people. I think that was the biggest thing. I think it was just really cool talking to people. Like random people just do like, hey, how's your build? How's it going? Mm-hmm. Having a fun time, and everyone's having a good time. And I thought that well, was it's a small enough venue where you're not intimidated by like, oh, all these yeah. people. I'm like, you yeah. can actually, yeah, just go approach somebody, yeah. and they're, yeah, yeah. Th- thought, that's yeah. that's the beautiful thing about yeah. cars and crafts. And I think, yeah, and I think like with Minnesota, I think all it's getting better. Like you said too. I mean, overall, it's it's better. Everyone's you know trying to improve which is good too yeah right. i think there will always of course yeah. be that underlying minnesotan passive aggressiveness though. well yeah. there, there is this thing that i've noticed underlying that's first and foremost my man <laughs> so with like just in the like import car journalist community that i'm in I, I i come across a lot of people like from other states mentioning minnesota when they weren't otherwise because these pictures of these cars all these builds are getting out on the internet mm-hmm. and everything and you know, like yeah. it was. Uh, I was talking to the dude that runs Van Culture, and he mentioned Minnesota build specifically. A dude with the Black Odyssey, mm-hmm. uh, who is mm-hmm. unfortunately, I think he's moving to Wisconsin. I, but I mean, really like that van. Yeah. He'll he, still be at the Minneapolis mile. Yeah, yeah, but that I mean, like, sweet. Yeah, Fred, yeah but, Fred's the guy's name. Yeah, Fred Fred Silway, that's his name. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he uh, he was specifically mentioned as like a really good national van build, and. Uh, Hubert's uh, van. I'm not sure if you've met Hubert, but yep, the yeah, the Sienna. Like yeah. his vans, kick ass. But like, and stuff like that. Like a lot of these cars are like, where you previously like people would say, wait, Minnesota has actually. I thought everything's yeah. just rusted out. Like no, it's like people are actually like, oh, there's some dope cars like well, that are actually in Minnesota. Look at that little Honda N600 pickup or whatever that thing is yeah. with yeah. the Gixxer motor in it. Yeah. I mean, that thing got national notoriety. Yeah. Oh with yeah, the no, I'm, and... I'm waiting for Alex to finish it up because I'm got an article them going to be writing on that for uh s3 yeah and play like, i love the carpet in that thing man uh w- wooly the editor is like super hungry for it. he's like dude like what is going on like i'm like i'm sorry he's putting a turbo on it like <laughs> and then um 
No, then uh, a lot of these cars that we used to go out street racing with. Like, I'm not sure, Dan. I don't think I ever saw you at the races, but I think did you ever go Twice. out to the races? A couple days back in the day. Back in the day when you, they didn't have the rail going all across. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, same here. But um, yeah, R- Ricky used to bring out this. Uh, I'm not sure if you know uh, Ricky with uh, all the Mazdas and everything. No, I don't. Uh, but he he's got this uh, really dope uh, Yamaha Banshee ATV. And I I just did, wrote up an article on that that I'm in the process of finishing up, and so it's like it's really cool. And what I'm doing with the arbitrage blogs, I want to start doing some old mini features like I used to do with MNCC blog, mm-hmm. yeah. Because a lot of stuff like that really does help get our personal community here mm-hmm. out into the national mm-hmm. spotlight, and I think that's really kind of what our goal is is mm-hmm. just to make it a better overall community. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, no, I've noticed that as well that everything's gotten a lot better. I mean, if you look at you know, where we were 2012 versus now, like, God, I, w- I wouldn't trade anything for the world for right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, may- maybe the street racing culture yeah. is a little bit better, yeah. but, yeah. um, and how do you guys feel about the Euro culture? Actually, I'm going to throw this one at you because, uh, uh, Euro works went away. Yep. And, uh, I mean, they, they're doing, um, overcrest now, like all the guys on Euro works, which is, you know, cool. Yep. But, um, no, that, that show, I mean, that, that really did a lot for the, German car culture, but I've noticed that yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen much yeah, haven't, since then. I'm not yeah. really familiar with the, the Euro. Yeah, like um, you haven't really yeah. seen much for the Euro Euro community. Like so. I, I'd like to. Like I know that there was that, that BMW mm-hmm. at the 10 Pros. Yeah, like thing, but I would love to see yeah. some more from I'd them. I would love to see some more, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty – I mean, there is that MNBMW Facebook group, but, I mean, that's – It's fractured. It's pretty disjointed and fractured, it. yeah. It, I mean – so, like, the Nordstern group keeps themselves pretty hard right now. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to sort of get them to start coming out to stuff and participating so a bit does more. So MNMB. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're, they're all, I mean, fairly tightly knit, certainly, but they're they're very, you know, they're into their own pools of Kool-Aid. Yeah. So, yeah, and getting them to bring some cars out is Other than tough. that, though, I mean, to me, the BMW clubs are fractured, the Audi clubs are fractured, and the Volkswagen clubs are fractured into, like... Honda community's just exploded. Like, yeah. it's just, it's in pieces, because... The whole theft. Like, yeah, <laughs> to be right. honest, yeah. their cars are in pieces. Yeah, so. the, the way I see it, if I had my choice, there are people in the community that I believe could unite each of these groups individually. However, yeah. whether no, they I got have banned the from there. Or... <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, he he did get banned. <laughs> but coming at you, MN you know BMW, I mean? the group you know, I helped start originally. Yeah, the... Burger got banned from MN BMW because oh, he references black. Uh, E30 M3. E30 M3 is African American, and they just like lost their minds. <laughs> yeah, I woke up to being banned. Uh, so, so uh, wonderful. Overly PC apparently doesn't always work. Mm. Anyway, that's but, neither, like, you neither know what I mean. There. Like they're all fractured for like different reasons. Like well, yeah, you've got like the stanced M3 crowd, then you got like the tuned JB4 335i crowd, then you've got the classic BMW crowd. And then you've got, like, the daily drivers, and just, like, none of those people want to talk to each other. They're all the car enthusiasts that are, when you talk to another one, they're waiting to talk about their own shit. They have no interest in what the other person's doing. Mm. And that's just, it's not conducive to branching out. I mean, there are mm. certainly exceptions to that rule. Yeah. Where if somebody's actually interested, like, when I go to a BMW show, like, I'm going to go find the clapped out 318i in the corner. And they'll be like, that it, it is It sounds mint. like elitism gone wild. And it shouldn't be, because yeah. they're $5,000 used cars. And just, the weird thing is that. I agree with him. Well, I only, <laughs> you agree so hard, you almost pulled your headphones like, off, sir. I only seem to see that with the BMW groups, too. Like, I haven't really noticed it in the Volkswagen or Audi world. No, it's because everyone's 
talking it, about their vape juice well, instead no, of cars. In, in the Volkswagen Audi, Audi world, like the, no, they they all understand because everybody's got two OT and they're all sitting in the same shop. Like, and they took their loaner cars timer to chins. the. <laughs> I, mean, I got my Chevy Cruze, man. <laughs> all the all the Volkswagen meets. Yeah, dude, I got the blue good Karma car. What do you got? And they're like, oh, I got the I got the orange further car. What do you got? He goes. Oh, I got the Mark III from SCI? <laughs> cool. So does anybody actually have a running two-year turbo? Yeah. Uh, no? no? Nobody? No. Oh, oh, okay. They're, they're okay. united by the common plight yeah. of the 2.0 TSI failures. <laughs> and, and then everybody gets quiet for a minute, and like off in the background, you hear, yeah. Oh, my God, it's a take one coming. <laughs> oh, I thought you were trying to do VR6 noises. <laughs> no, <laughs> no it's, a, it's a rattling of a timing chain on a take one from miles away. <laughs> Yikes. But, I mean, but at least they have that common element, though. Yeah, like, yeah. our unreliability brings us together. Or <laughs> yeah. the BMW, like, not like the cars are so... The cars themselves are so far apart from one another. Like, I, I see why the owners don't really relate to one another. Well, the, the beauty was, like, with the Honda community back, like, you know, 10 years ago. Before they were stolen? When they were getting stolen. Okay. Is when every, they were everybody, stolen. regardless... You could have a brand new, at that point in time, like mm-hmm. EM2, uh, or not EM2, uh, FD2 uh, air, like generation, Kimmy's car. Yeah. 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 You could have one of those, like brand new. Like an 06. Yeah. Civic, an, uh, for 06. the people that are yeah. listening that have no yeah. goddamn You could have, you have like an 06 Civic Si, which yeah. is like brand new at that point in time. And then you could have like somebody with the 80 Prelude and somebody with a 94 Integra, like made of mm-hmm. rust of the body kit that was put on, like, and a Honda Element EX five-speed all-wheel drive. And every single person will, like, they'll be elitist about their own thing. Like, because, like, the Accord community, if you try, like, if you try to tell somebody from the Accord community that Civic's better, like, they'll, draw, like, fight you about Like, you physically fight you. And, hey, aren't you the guy with the bat? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, they will physically fight you about that. But that's the thing is, like, even though they're like that, they still have this commonality of, like, all of our shit gets stolen. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, my engine and my 06 will bolt into your 89. Yeah. Oh, like, this is really cool. Like, like, and that's that's the beauty is, like, there was a lot of elitism with the Honda community, but it's just the right amount to really make it excel, you know, 10 years ago. Like the Hyundai? Hyundai what? Excel? N- yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that's the thing with, like, I've noticed that, like, a lot of the, like, with the BMW community, it's like, you have just so much elitism. It's like, it's like feudalism. It's like you have so much few, like just elitism. You're not doing anything. demographics because you've got the orthodontists with the F eighty M threes. You've got the sense. Subaru kids with their slammed Raceland E thirty sixes and the yep. vapes. Yep. You've got the purest douchebags with the E thirties. Yeah, and then you've mm-hmm. got three thirty five people, which are just like the people that like were born with a hammer stuck in their brain <laughs> as a defect. <laughs> But it's, it's just like these people aren't compatible, so that's why the BMW group is so crap. Yeah, it's true. It's it's really true, and uh, it, that's kind of the beauty is like a lot of these communities. And today with like Mitsubishi and stuff, like everybody agrees, modern Mitsubishi sucks. And there's yeah. one guy with the. Let's let the Mitsubishi people yeah. talk about the Mitsubishi community because I'm curious. Like, how does it work for you guys? Yeah. Well, from what I've seen, like I know. It's it's totally different because I own a Mirage, which is the best one. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> no, own. It's, it's you you literally, literally own the best Mitsubishi. Yeah, it's literally <laughs> like the only one that's doing selling well because you know it's cheap. It's, it's offered at the manual. Yes, <laughs> and it's offered at the manual. It's seriously, like I'm on the Mirage forums <laughs> and it's like selling really well compared to other. Just because you know. Yeah, mute Ryan's cheap. microphone for How's now here. Compared to the Outlander. Oh. oh. Well, 
<laughs> no, not as good, but still, like still you know, muted? for for what it is, for its no, class, okay, it's good. doing really well compared to like the Versas <laughs> and. Eclipse Cross. Uh, oh, 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 gas face! I put this question to you guys, and now we're just shitting all over it. <laughs> Well, I think no, like, but, but, I mean, this is how Mitsubishi gets along. Those everybody but, shits on the new cars. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's it's totally fine. I mean, Honda um, went through it that. Is, yeah, Honda, it is that was what Honda it is. in twenty thirteen. Yeah. We should yeah. really just be focusing the hatred on the Eclipse Cross and the automatic Evos. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you on sound only, uh, Dan Balto everybody just looked at Dan, me off. and Dan gave everybody the middle finger because he has an automatic Evo. <laughs> no, but I mean, it, it, it's. It, it, it does seem like the Mitsubishi community is small but dedicated. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right, and they're it. always gonna love like the old school, you know, DSMs and EMs yeah. too. So that's I think that's if if it feels like it with with me at least like that's kind of where most of like um, you know everyone that has Evo Ten now they all used to have you know, Evo Nine. Yeah, DSMs. Yeah, like I had a second gen GSX yeah, exactly. with some mods, and now yeah. I got an Evo. So they're all pretty familiar with that. Well, at least there's like that clear stepping stone, and like the other yeah, people are still kind of compatible. They're yeah. in the same mindset. Yeah, exactly. Just like with BMW, it's like it's two completely different yeah. demographics that came from different places. So well, I, it's I get where we stay humble. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you guys have to because your shit's always broken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the other things is I've noticed that Mitsubishi people, and kind of like Honda people back in 2006. Yeah. You know. You, you can have somebody with the Evo 10 and somebody with the Evo, like a thousand horsepower Evo 9, and you're all sitting there looking at an Evo, a, a, like a third gen Eclipse, like the same, all looking at the same one, because the third gen Eclipse is like a Montero engine or something. Yeah. And it, it, it then, like. <laughs> so it's a minivan, it's a Mitsubishi. Yeah. And, and, and then you're, you're all like, oh, this is, you're all in, like concurring that, yeah, this is cool in its own way. I, I think that's kind of the thing that's like really important of like growing a community well, I mean, there's, is there's like being able to appreciate stuff. There's a lot in the Mitsubishi where, like, you can start off with, like, a first-gen, even, like, not even necessarily a turbo, but, like, a first-gen DSM or something, and then, like, migrate to, like, a GSX, yeah. mm -hmm. and then step up to, like, a second-gen, maybe skip mm -hmm. the third, <laughs> and then, then you end up in a, an Evo 9 or something, or an Evo 10, but where do you go from there? I mean, you get the Halo car from the Mark, like, I see a lot of Evo 10 people going to, like, R35s. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's... But, uh, but beyond that, I mean, yeah, you've got... I mean, you have, like... You have a path that, yeah. like, how are you going to how are you going to take with your Mitsubishi? Like, you're not going to stray. I hate to say this actually, but statistically, more I should say past Evo owners move yeah. on to either Corvettes or Porsches than they do GTRs. Really? Yes, that makes sir. sense. Yeah. That's surprising. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but makes sense. Well, there's the other thing. Well, I'm sure is like GTRs are automatic. So that's regardless, <laughs> regardless of the price point of the car, the, it's appealing to everyone. Because yeah. like, yeah, if you're if you're in the thousand dollar price point, which is the third gen Eclipse, yeah, like a, there, there's like stuff. An RS, yeah, no, a third a third gen. <laughs> oh right, right, the roundy one. Yeah, gross. Um, the, like, who do we know there, with one of those? Uh, Justin Zolzer. He's got the world's fastest third gen Eclipse. Oh yeah. Oh, I like oh, that car actually. Yeah. But yeah. um, no, there's uh, like if you have like a third gen or something, like you can still build it to be appealing to somebody who has an Evo Nine. And you can build an Evo 9 to be appealing to somebody that's got an Evo 10 and or a Galant AMG. Mm -hmm. Or it's like you got all these like all these different v all these different variants where it can be appealing to everyone. Whereas yeah, with the BMW community, you have these two totally different groups of three, four. I think the word groups. disjointed is yeah. really good for the it's BMW really disjointed, community. Yeah. Because I mean the Mitsubishi you always you always have that common thread of like, oh, all the all that stuff you did, like I can either use directly the same stuff you did 
it's or all like in the a same variant vein. of it. It will just mm-hmm. bolt into my shit box, it, and then it'll be a fast one. It's all in the same vein of like this car is totally underrated, right? Like whereas like the BMW people. You have the E30 people are like, yeah, I told you my cheap car was gonna be worth a whole bunch of money, and then you <laughs> have the people the with the e, with a 335i going, I don't understand why that car's worth nothing, you know. <laughs> but I mean, the people with E30s aren't upgrading to 335s, yeah. and like none of the none of the the build that people are looking at with each other's builds, like they have no frame of reference, like there's no commonality. Whereas in Mitsubishi, like you, it, you it, have fundamentally, yeah. you like you can look at somebody else's build and be like, "That's a really good idea." That is, and like I can true. use that same thing on your Evo Nine on my first gen DSM. Like I can, I can just like I think it's much more relatable. So you yes. get people to actually look at each other's builds in earnest, and then they are on that same path. So the person with the modded first gen DSM may move on to an Evo Ten or something like that in the future. And I, I think, and then to kind of come back a little bit more full circle, I think maybe with the whole Minnesota car community as a whole. You know, I, I, at least I personally, I feel like we, we do have kind of this common thread, like the Mitsubishi guys do ver- versus the BMW guys, mm-hmm. where at the end of the day, regardless of what you have, if you're building something cool, it makes everybody look good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. As opposed to like BMWs, a lot more in like California. <laughs> well, and the thing with kind of building on what you're saying is, I mean, the beauty of the multi-make shows is you get like, oh, heart back to the 335 guys. You get them and the B8S4 guys and like the three liter turbo infinity guys. Like they all have that commonality because they're all running the same aftermarket turbos. They're all dealing with the same fueling system problems. So there's at same least something. <laughs> yeah, they're all not good with timing chains. The B8S4 is pretty good and so is the N55. But anyway, that, that's kind of what I'm getting at because, I mean, like the BMW guys, they're not getting anything from the BMW community, but they mm. may have a common link where they're running, like, the same ECU or something like yeah. that, and they've got the same encryption problems, or, like, they're looking at the same aftermarket water meth kit. And, like, just things that a later model in-your-make person is never going to have with an early model car. So I think being able to appreciate the, the build quality and then also the solutions to problems with other makes is huge, and I think that's much more useful than having a, a oh, make-specific yeah. car club. Well, that personally. explains why old Evo 10 guys get the hate then. 4B11 <laughs> and all. Because of the automatics? No, 4B11. No, 4B11, 4B11 aluminum, aluminum, aluminum engine that's oh. just inferior to 4G63. <laughs> yes Actual no, fact. Actually. Real fact. Anyway, no. moving on. <laughs> so, it's been proven. <laughs> it's proven no, by facts. <laughs> by science, this has been proven scientifically. I don't scientifically. know who's Mike to mute now. <laughs> <laughs> My brain oh. is confused. <laughs> so... Um, before we start a uh, knife fight here, <laughs> what, what, I what was do you, brandishing mine under yeah, the know, table. Right? <laughs> what, what do you think we could do to actually better the Minnesota car community as a whole? You know, beyond I, you know, personally, I believe that regardless of what you're doing, um, doing something that is just of a higher quality, like leave the plastic up at home, like just don't do that. If your car has got a patina on it, either love the patina or just shell out and actually, like, at least do a vinyl wrap or attempt to do one yourself. Yeah, like, so, I don't know. The first thing that popped into my head was part of it's about perfecting the process, right? Yeah. And I think part of the way we do that, especially because I'm willing to hazard a guess that most car people are visual learners, Yeah. is just bring people out to events, whether they're car shows or track events or stuff like that just bring people who are new to the community out to those things like cars and coffee i think was probably the first car event i ever went to yeah and then like the minute uh the mitsu cookout was for sure the first car show i ever put my car in and i think like having that sort of like stepping stone 
before you really get into like you know the hardcore stuff that people will actually rag on you on like i think that's the healthy way to do it because you don't want to go dive in right away because you'll get eaten by the sharks but if you sort of like wade in initially and sort of like you know get a feel for it all i think that probably leads to healthy development okay Mm -hmm. i agree too like it comes back to like um like i said even just going back to um like cars and crafts and just literally just talking to people like hey like they didn't even know this show was happening it's like hey i have this car is it okay if come by it's like yeah just come by man it's like even if it's just like a um if they're new definitely bring them in because that's how you attract it's true it's spend, like giving like, them the yeah. good drugs give them the good yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah the great information yeah you want to get them hooked yeah give them the good drugs <laughs> yeah but i mean like you just talk to them just let let them know that it's like you know don't listen to everyone online you gotta show them like you know this is this is like the good path to go to you be, be yourself yeah. or you'll be by yourself well, yeah, do exactly. something unique too i yeah, mean we're right. talking about that odyssey like i don't know anyone that doesn't yeah. like think that thing's pretty rad yeah well it's, it's one of those things where it's like you know you could be one of the 800 people with the 350z that's built to be like a budget like drift car Mm-hmm. Or you could spend that money and get something really weird, mm-hmm. and then get people attract people's attention by having something really weird. Mm-hmm. Well, like I'll put it this way: I really love my built Evo Ten, but at the same time, I almost wish I had put that money into EV swapping my four G Eclipse. I really wish you did too. I know, right? <laughs> I wish you had bought a manual Evo Ten. Eh. But DCTs win so, races. SST and and anyway, uh, so so mad. before before Burger insults Dan, Daniel on a personal level, I already did level, it. I already did um, it. <laughs> done it. Do, we'll do, do it again. Have done it. The future growth of the Minnesota car community rests more on the shoulders of the enthusiasts or the people who hold on hold the shows. Also being enthusiasts, but the people that have the power to actually put together a show. Do you think that our next step of growth is building better cars, or do you think it's having better shows to show off what we already have? I would say <laughs> That's a tough question. No, it is I'm a tough question. Because, um, I would probably say um, the car shows because, I mean, most of the time people that build the cars, they want to show it off. I think we got a lot of really good cars. Yeah. Like we have a lot of cars. Modest that, 100 yeah. shows that but, we have yeah. enough. Yeah, we right. have enough, but there are still a lot that we haven't seen. Well, like, shows like exactly. that bring the stuff that nobody's ever seen. Yeah. That's been built and it's yeah. just kicking around yeah. in the Twin Cities. Yeah. yeah, and and I think I think having having a good car show definitely you know it'll like first you know you have have a couple but you know that first one definitely yeah. should help. Um, that process, you, you yeah. gotta you, you start small and you go from there yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's very much field of dreams it's if you yeah. build it they yeah. Become. yeah yeah exactly so yeah it, it's not a matter of like oh we got plenty of shows because i know there's a lot of people that say like we got we have plenty so, of shows our cars just suck it's just no there we've got plenty of cars we just need more shows for them to yeah. and, get shown off and yeah. another thing too is like even on like weekly meets there are cars that come by and we're like where have you where guys have you been, been? Yeah, yeah it's like come by the show you know, it's like, so, yeah. How do you guys promote to like get those people to like? How how do you put this in front of the eyes that were otherwise blind to the car I show? I think we, um, like when I was at the Katang meet, I think there was a guy that had a, a black NSX. I've never seen it before, and I was just like, dude, come by, like one of the car shows. Oh. You just have to talk to them. Like up. the mm-hmm. the teacup meet up in Brooklyn Center. Um, there was a a right hand drive, uh, JDM front case swapped DC Integra that I saw. Where did this yeah. come from? And yeah. like. A bunch of like rare like John parts on it. I'm like, 
what? Yeah. Yeah, just out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Like, how long have you had it? Like, 12 years. I'm like, what? <laughs> but, but no! <laughs> but I think that's the one of, like, the, you know, one of the things that you have to bring people out because, you know, most of them, you know, if they don't come out, they're going to be really shy, too. Right. Yeah, you, de- you definitely got to, you know. Well, it's like, uh, like, Geo's um, RX-7. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. if I didn't take a picture of that and, like, I, I had to, like, drag him to, like, get a picture mm-hmm. of, to, like, do a photo shoot of his mm-hmm. car to get it into uh, S3 Magazine. And, like, he was just, like, I don't know. I think a lot of car people are really self-conscious yeah. well, about their cars. There's definitely that. And, like, maybe it's, like, the oh, I'm not sure it's, like, show-worthy. I'm not sure it's good enough for yeah. a show. But, like, it totally is. Yeah. But, I mean, like you were saying, like, that black and a sex. But you had, you had seen the car or you just heard about it by talking to the person? It's like, how do you get that person who's just like, he's following you on Facebook or whatever you're using to advertise, and they've got this cool thing at home that they necessarily, you know, don't think it's worth their time to bring it out, or they don't want to allow it out. How do you get that person to your show to get them, you know, more or less hooked? And oh, so yeah. other people can see and appreciate mm-hmm. their build and talk them up, and then they get the drive. Yeah. And how, how do you... How do you guys find those people? Because you both do it pretty well. I think that's why yeah. your shows have the feels yeah. they do, because you're seeing stuff that is the first time you're seeing it. Yeah. It's not the, I go to Cars and Coffee every month guy. It's yeah. the, yeah, I built this five years ago, and it's just, it sits. For yeah, how, how, how do, do you, you do that? For me, Because you think, do it, like, yeah. two different routes. Like, yeah, you just have, you've got a trillion people on, on MNC. So yeah, but that's not, our, that's not our recipe to success, though. But, yeah, yeah, how do you for do us, it? I think it's just um, communicating with, like, especially if, when we have time going to like weekly meets and it's just not, you know, you just definitely have to communicate with people that like, Oh yeah, I'm building this car. It's like, yeah, definitely bring it out. Sure. Know, okay. That, so it's, it's from, it's a grassroots thing. Yeah, like you definitely you really have to or get like my buddy's got this block yeah, because like, you're never going to, cause it out. like you said too, is like that guy that's going to have their car. That's like, he doesn't know if it's nice enough or like, right. you know, you gotta talk to them because well, you're never going to know about it until they like show you. It's like, Oh yeah, this is my build. And well, they have like thousands of pictures of that. Yeah, with, with the JNCC meets, that's how I'm starting doing them again. It's like it, it just—I've realized how important they are for getting classic Japanese cars out. Because there's a lot of people that I've met that have amazing car builds. Yeah, but people are so that, self-conscious, that, yeah. self-conscious when they build it, it themselves. Yeah. Like their fear—the fear of judgment on yeah. the build. Like when yeah. it's like epic. Well, I, like, I, I would have never met Miguel, my roommate, yeah. if it wasn't for that. Um, and then Hep, same thing. Yep. Met him through that. Well, I mean, yeah, a lot I mean, of these Hep's people. Like a I've, quiet dude. You know. but yeah, he's cool stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like he's got, he's a really really dope dude. And but also, like, a lot people, of these people don't meet because unless you go out and guy approach him. Yeah. People's view of their own projects, though. I mean, like they like say they have multiple cars or whatever, like even multiple builds. Oh yeah, like, you're super stuff, guilty of this. Yeah. Well, I am, but like the people that. Sorry, the, the car that people like the most, at least on the internet for me, is the, the old Mercedes. Yeah. Like, that, like, that's a car like I have no interest in taking to a show most of the time. Just A, because it probably won't make it there and back. <laughs> but B, like, for me, like, that's not the first thing I jump to, whereas that is definitely the thing that people will look at and enjoy the oh, most at a show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, rad. how somebody lures me to bring that out to a show is, it's just like, I like hearing the other side of the equation because I never hear this. Well, not everybody has an enabler like me that just sits in the car and forces you to well, do so. My <laughs> enabler on that car is leaving a pallet with a used trans on it underneath the lift so I have to put it in the car like this is transmission number five yes it's but things like Brexit I took it out to one of the flat earth meets last year because they let me in they were kind Mm -hmm. enough to let me in Yeah, and And like that thing I mean it's you you gotta get up close to it to like realize what's going on but like yeah I think that was pretty well received and that's just mm -hmm. something I never would have thought to you you were stuck off in a corner and you were still able to get drag a lot of people up to that car 
Oh, the hood opens backwards. You're like shielding yeah, people then, from well, the traffic. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, but that's what I'm saying. Is like, it, it's a lot of people. Like, even like with a car like Brexit, like, mm-hmm. it, you would have brought the M3, which would, would have been cool and all. But I really pushed you to bring Brexit. Well, I mean, and, the, it helps. I live like a mile away from there, so even yeah, if it's yeah. super unreliable, like Brexit, I can still take it. But I mean, like, I was still able to push you to do that. And at the end of the day, like, it drew a bunch of people, and you were like, "That's a car." If that car was, you know, n- nothing gets drive for telling putting us where we oh, where no, they did. Like we were just the first person. They put us in the spot yeah. that's like hardest to get. Yeah, I think out it was just yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Like I would totally put somebody there too. From what time I'm just we chronically early. Yeah, but um, like if it was in the main drag, like mm-hmm. it would have you wouldn't have been able to get a picture of it because right. off in the distance, like in an unlit corner, mm-hmm. like behind, Car got a, some nice shots of behind it a giant mm-hmm. Camaro. Like, <laughs> it still drew, like, at no point did that car have less than, like, a half dozen people around it yeah. for the entire show. Yeah. Well, I feel like with that, too, it's, like, something, you know, I know that Security. the drive cartel, we're, like, it's mainly imports, but it's it's one of those things where it's, like, um, you know, with your car, like, the Brexit car, it's kind of, mm-hmm. like... People don't know, like, oh, dang, you can actually put, like, an M5 engine into that right. car. It's kind of like, like... They don't necessarily know that it's not supposed yeah. to be there, but they could tell that it's not yeah. supposed to be there, and that's yeah. intriguing. So I think that's the, the thing that's pretty cool that yeah. really attracts the eyes, too. It's yeah. nice. Of, I mean, yeah, a build like that is something where, like, yeah, you got to make them think. Yeah. Like, that doesn't yeah. seem quite... <laughs> I mean, it, maybe, yeah. but like, there's no high beams anymore because the intercooler piping is there. So, <laughs> what happened? Hmm, that's yeah. fascinating. Well, I mean, yeah, okay. That's I mean, it's two just completely different ways about, or sorry, ways of going about finding these people mm-hmm. in these builds and getting them to the shows. And I think they're both. I'm glad that they're so different between you two guys because I there's I don't feel like there's a lot of like theft of patrons between. You know, drive cartel and CEC, which is great because I like going to both. I mean, our community overlap is probably like ninety five percent. Yeah, well, right. I, I know that, yeah. but I mean, you guys. I mean, it seems like I, I never have to choose between going to the events of either of you, and I yeah. like that. And they're, they're they feel very different to mm-hmm. me. Well, so, I mean, yeah. if people think about, it, there's actually a lot more open time slots in the summer for car events than people think there are. Like the fact that we were able to plan both of ours on the same weekend at the end of June without impacting like too many other big shows, like mm-hmm. just goes to show, boom, there's a weekend. Like mm-hmm. there's at least two in July I can think of that yeah. work well. Yeah. But to answer your original question, like how do we differ our marketing? Like you're really good with like the grassroots method, whereas like for me, like I have to rely on like my marketing knowledge yeah. and like you know, I'm just like, okay. For you, it's word of mouth and texts. <laughs> for you, it's emails and websites. Yeah. I kind of get yeah. that. Also, mm-hmm. even for, like, the Minneapolis Mile, right? Like, we spent, like, a couple months putting together a really, really good video that we thought would get a lot of reshares, and we're up to, like, 600 or so shares on the video, right? Yikes. And it's a video that, like, really harmonizes the same things that we all sort of, like, are drawn to regarding cars. And sure. we try to keep a good, like, diverse amount of cars in the commercial as well, and... I think for the first year, at least, it was a decent commercial. And then now we can use this year's footage to make sure. next mm-hmm. years. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. I mean, the first, like, teaser promo video for Minneapolis Mile was mainly light-the-night footage. Yeah, half-half. It was yeah. actually a bunch of other events we've done. Well, too, right, though. but, like, everything <laughs> of the actual venue obviously yeah. came from the light-the-night show last year. Yeah. Okay. So I got I got one more question, just re-other car event here. I want to talk specifically about the Medina Auto Motorplex, their caffeine and mm. gasoline partnership. I don't know what you guys know about this. 
but I'm curious to hear your thoughts about how that's gonna go. Is this a loaded question or yeah, what? Yeah, just let it rip, Tater Chip. No, no, I want to let. <laughs> no, I don't. Go I, don't I heard I, about it, but I mean, I've never like, been I, to I, it. I don't know. I know it's like okay, so the the word caffeine and octane or whatever it is, that must be something that is well known. I don't know anything about it, but clearly there's this like teaming up with that place to try to maintain or sorry gain some relevance i think as a venue for car shows mm -hmm. but like are you guys like enticed to go out there and see the show kind of like away. well dina is pretty far what is that like another hour for me you <laughs> see that, that's <laughs> no, the thing it's, it's about the same distance yeah, just further up yeah. so it's actually less yeah. distance for him to get there it's probably here. the same amount of time though because 55 has got a lot of stoplights True, but that I just assumed he'd swing over on 694. Is it on the weekends? Or yeah, but you have no second, uh, second Saturday. Yeah, second Saturday. I, don't I, th I think no. it's called bad marketing. Because <laughs> nobody is. knows yeah. what the hell it yeah. is. <laughs> so <clears throat> I guess I'll start leading into this then. Perfect. So, the event <laughs> Caffeine and Octane, I'll first say, is a partnership between the Automotorplex Medina and Caffeine and Octane which is a brand born out of Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Which is basically like Donks. down there, it's more popular than Cars and Coffee is. <laughs> okay. So like, oh, so it's like Georgia Cars and Coffee. Yeah, and their event down there is insane. Like supposedly like, you know, 4,000 people every single month when Dang. they host it. And Dang. Like, wow. Sick events. Um, so are they doing that at like Caldega International Speedway? You know, <laughs> I bet a quick like Facebook search Yeehaw, will actually, like, reveal where they host is, it. Is everybody there like bow-legged and saying howdy to each other? Is it a, is it a licensed thing like Cars and Coffee proper is? You or? know, I'm not entirely sure. It I can do a be. trademark search if you want. Hmm. But, uh, you know, they have 80-some thousand followers online. Looks like they hosted in like a giant mall setting. Hmm. Some pretty impressive builds, too. But did you hear that um, the Mall of America is doing some sort of yeah? I've also thing? talked with the people that are involved in that, and oh. it's uh, it's a little rookieish, I guess. Oh, yeah, that's what it looks like. It seems like splitting up between four lots of Mystic Lake and putting it into multiple levels of like a parking ramp potentially, or just doing a top. I don't know I how they really want to handle it. It's really yeah. difficult because they supposedly um that parking lot in mall of america isn't a like private property yeah to them but they, own, they but... it's the people actually own mall of america putting it on oh mm. i from what i i'm right? sure they're dan, dan you probably know because you're like you're like a human google yeah. <laughs> um so the guy google or it, google google okay <laughs> the guy running it uh knows the or has some working relationship with the management company that not only runs our mall but the same sister mall up in Canada. Oh, that one. Yeah, and so basically he's hosting an event there earlier in the summer and then hosting an event at ours later in the summer. And I'm not entirely sure what he's trying to do and what style of event and whatnot. It looks like it spans multiple days. So he just heard but, the word car. He says, I'm going to do a car show. What kind of car show? I'm going to do a car, a car show. show. <laughs> I will be doing an car show <laughs> on this date. If you guys heard At of the um, Perfect 10 car show that they host up in like North Dakota and Fargo? Nope. nope. Um, I think the event's probably going to be similar to that where you have cars parked inside the mall and stuff like that. I'm so we won't have heard of it and won't have gone to it? Uh, similar in that way? That's up to you guys. I haven't but heard of it, so I won't I, go I, to it. I see it all over Facebook. I just don't know what's going on. But yeah, anymore. this is one of those, um, I guess... My personal interpretation of it is... Can I go to Ikea and get some meatballs? Yeah, maybe. Actually, yeah, probably. <laughs> Sweet. Um, it's a great idea, but the execution needs some work. Yeah. That's so. what it's, it's, it's really looking like here, is just the executions. I, I think it's... 
the other thing we should really talk about here uh, is that Minnesota is really lucky to have more than one group that's executing car shows very well. Because mm-hmm. in the Twin Cities, you know, we've, we've got more than you guys are doing car shows. So you definitely affirm, you know, tied up there for like number one. And so you guys go back and forth, like show by show, like. <laughs> best shows that you can make i mean it's all opinion based but, but i am I mean, in agreement for, with yeah you. yeah like you guys are really really like you guys go you know back and forth we are not for, above yeah. brown nosing <laughs> well I, yeah but i'm also not above telling somebody that they suck yeah that's um, true. <laughs> that, that's, brian has definitely uh, said yeah, that to me yeah. multiple yeah times. yeah the, uh, I've, I've i've said that about a couple of shows i'm like dude the show sucked like what are we doing here why did why did this suck so much we need to make this not suck <laughs> um and it, it, I hope you value that because I, I don't Absolutely. mean that as rude. I just you're a friend of mine, and I'm very very straightforward with yep. my friends. I don't want to. I don't. I'd rather them hear it from me. Yep. <laughs> like, well, you know, listen. That's, that's what, another thing with the Minnesota car community too. It's kind of like we all kind of grow from each other too. Yeah. So it's kind of like we need that feedback. Yeah. You, you, mm-hmm. If you it's gonna suck, feedback. let me know if it sucks. And, <laughs> and that's the thing with Minnesota. Why did you come back? Like, oh, it sucked. I'm like, why did you tell me? Yeah. <laughs> like, we we hear this thing where it's like we get a passive aggressive, like it's all right, and it's like we know what that means, like. If, if What's wrong? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Wait, if some of you, so for example, um, a while back when I first started a Japanese nostalgic car, um, Ben asked like how the car show was. Said, "Oh, it's all right." He goes, "Oh, that's good." I'm like, "I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, let me let me translate that." The show fucking blew. <laughs> he goes, "Why'd you say it was all right?" I'm like, "It's a Minnesotan. It's a Minnesotan for, way for it's a Minnesotan for saying it sucked." He goes, "Why don't you say suck?" I'm like, "That's I not need how some, we do it." I'm like, "I need something stronger." Like, if a plane falls out of the sky onto the car show, at that point, a Minnesota call, says it sucked. Like, but um, no, like, that's the thing. Is like, we're really lucky to have two crews in the Twin Cities that do that. Then you've got five zero seven well, there's, down there's in Mankato. Even more than two. But well, I mean, our two favorite. Yeah, like we have two that are like firmly tied up. But then you got five zero seven. You've got the uh, Wheels of Italy crew. Emin and I. Uh, yeah, Emin and I. Yeah, they yeah. they do really good stuff. Um, the, the existence of proving grounds. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. power crews to a lesser extent yeah, too. Yeah, power crews too. Yeah, that event's going to be interesting to watch this year. It's under kind of new management, which we're also NBA. involved in. Okay. Well, yeah. hopefully you guys It'll, can bail it, sh- it out from potentially I, crashing and burning. For sure. Okay. Good. It just it needs manpower. It so. does because yeah, I won't get into the logistics unless you want to cover it. But <laughs> it's that it sounds like a complete nightmare. So this Brainerd year. is a uh, three point two mile track. Okay. That, so cool. Yeah. So uh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Does, yeah. uh, does Drop Cartel have anything new going on this year, um, or are you just kind of improving on what you have already? We're trying to improve, and you know, we're trying to get into, like I said, the grassroots too, because we're trying. We're we made like a new kind of subgroup with car shows and like track cars. Okay. So we want to nice. get them both together. Yeah. So it's gonna. Be, it's called uh, Let Track. It's Cartel backwards. Ah, oh, so yeah. you can't see it, but it's, track. But it's not here. But I, mean, I like uh, that. Let's tie it. Yeah, but it's gonna be um, you very know, French of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think when I was looking at Twingo. Uh, well, I'm going to get my Avon time. We'll track that thing. Yeah. So I like think when, we, when I first Googled that, I was like, let's track. What does that mean? Because I just came back from yeah. uh, Paris trip, and I was just like, oh, that means the jitters. But, I mean, it's totally <laughs> irrelevant, but... But I mean, like with with Latrac, we're definitely trying to go with like um, you know track cars and show cars, and trying to just kind of bring those two together because that's you gonna know, be this, awesome. This, this is gonna be yeah. different, yeah. Because yeah. I was uh, just the other day, there was like a DCTC event. I was just telling them about it, 
and just as you know just to let people know it's like you know it'd be cool to get more cars because like, they want more people out there racing their or uh, you know just driving their cars around and yeah. then you have you know car shows that are uh, uh cars that are built specifically for you know car shows well i would love to go to dctc and like actually take my car on the track it's just like i don't know if i'm be able to make it until yeah. like a week before yeah and it's like it's booked out by like three years prior like yeah. it's just impossible to get there yeah. and i would yeah like i said like if i take my van out there i'd have my van there every weekend yeah every time i have i'm not doing something i would be at dctc mm-hmm. but it's like just one of those things where it's like i I don't know when I'm going to be available and mm. it's, I need, I need to like stop everything in my life to go out for a track day. It's yep. just, it's mm-hmm. kind of tough. And like, I don't know if something's happened in my van. Yeah. Like, well, that's where you take a different vehicle. Well, yeah. that, well, that's the thing. <laughs> or you <laughs> run around the track. No, yeah. but I mean, that's the cool thing about like, you know, at DCTC, it's like they, uh, the, the event was hosted by impulse performance and it was just like a driver's training and you oh, really? just had That'd one of cool. the uh, teachers drive with the students or the car that's great. and they just drive around. Mm-hmm. And you can just go around the whole track, and they're really nice, and they're really, really cool to talk to. They're really, like really down. Do you guys those. run into? It's like what ratio do you run instructor to person, or do you just um, have like I'm a not pool sure. They, impulse performance hosts it, but I mean they have they have instructors for every driver. I think. They and have, you like, just you throw your oh, name on you do like your car show element with that. Yeah. What? Well, we're not trying to. We're just trying to get. Um, we're just trying, trying to get half people. Get to drive there, yeah. for you know at like uh track cars Getting for like at PR, yeah. yeah yeah going to like if if you're racing your car at like pg1 yeah you know mm-hmm. your your cars are like track car if you're going uh you know going for car shows you know that's another you know, let track because yeah. it's gonna be separate so that's me great that's me <laughs> really cool. cartel car yeah yeah <laughs> but i mean that's just building um, one of our brands too that's me really cool i'm really i'm really excited to actually see, see that yeah. become a thing because I like I've wanted time. to get like actual track time in. And it's just yeah. it's timing is terrible. Yeah, and it's like and it's, it's tough. Go, yeah, and it comes back to the grassroots things. It's like you know, track cars are pretty cool to look at, and it'd be nice to have some other car shows or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so. it, it, yeah, exactly. And then another thing is like it's really expensive to make a car super clean. It's yeah. a lot cheaper to make a track car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's another it. thing. That's another like kind of like barrier of entry yeah. that you can get rid of <laughs> yeah. for car shows is by yeah. having track cars come there too. But also, yeah. it's going to get you a wider gamut of builds. That's true. Yeah. That's yeah. very true. Yeah, cars. it's going to help exactly. a lot. Yeah. Dan, Dan, what do you? Uh, what does MNCC have? That's like, are, are you guys just kind of trying to perfect stuff, or do you have? new stuff you're trying to do are you still doing like the garage days stuff or yeah absolutely so all, like all our recurring love. stuff we always have our like highway cleanups we do you know two did you br- did you bring that ju- ju- just <laughs> just use as a prop <laughs> yeah, well, as a prop <laughs> it's it's tomorrow so like i just wanted to show it off oh fun but cool. uh, you know that's always recurring we try to do our diy days as often as possible this year uh we'll be returning to uh turbo tims here i think in like a month or two that's exciting. Um, and we're just trying to hone the recipe on that. The only new, you know, we're at a point where we want to just perfect what we have. Yeah. But we do want to grow and change it up a little every year. So, like, obviously this fall, you know, us trying to do a rally, something that's That'd at a cool. scale larger than Crown or Cannonball, um, that'll obviously have It'll be like an actual, pains, like, speed time distance rally. So that's the thing. I think we're actually going to take more of a traditional approach and do like poker run or, you know, scavenger so, hunt or something like that. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. 
That'd be really cool. Something that's... that, you know, people can really enjoy the roads, because I think it'll be between, like, here and then, like, the North Shore or somewhere up north. Good. Thank um, you. Ever since the Polar Run took that away as their destination, I've just been, like, super jaded on most of the... Yeah, and what we want to do is we want to pick some of the best roads, and we want to have photographers stationed out there, kind of like with the Paul Walker crews, and get some That'd really, be really good cool. shots along mm-hmm. the way. That's uh, a good idea. I will definitely participate. Yeah, I, I, I might be. Guys should do some sweet well. vinyl kits, though. Well, yeah, well, you gotta, you gotta do that. It's yeah. the vinyl kits that make yeah. that make you want to do it. Honestly, we're just waiting on uh, talking with 3M right now because obviously okay. it would save a lot of money if they're willing to, you know, contribute that mm-hmm. way. So, mm-hmm. right. What do what do um? Because uh, so one thing that really kind of like with car communities, it's the enthusiasm and building up that steam. That's really huge. You know, our steam really builds up in like August, and then you kind of fizzle out and. Like November, by November, maybe the boiler just explodes. Yeah, there's so much steam. Steam, <laughs> but um, what, what could you guys? What, what do you guys have like ideas about that could make our car community stay going during winter months? Like a heated venue. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's. Do you remember the when they first brought back Hen? They did it at uh, the convention center. Yep. Yeah. Then you guys did that little mini thing at the um, Twin City Auto Show. Yeah. Yeah. So you want know to actually personally, I was thinking about this this morning. But if we did, uh, if you guys got together and you did like a drive cartel versus MNCC like <laughs> convention center meet, that'd be really dope. Uh, <laughs> but which <laughs> crew would I park with? <laughs> I have to bring multiple cars. Well, no, I mean, we gotta you know, get all the other thousands of clubs in uh, Minnesota. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but I, no, I mean, like, what, what what could you guys? do that could keep this the momentum going during the winter the steam i think steam. i think one of the chicago has stuff that happens in winter so it's they like, do well i was thinking like here it's tough because it snows and it's salt and it's awful and everyone's yeah. really scared to drive their car well no one's going to drive their car in the, the winter well it depends who there's a well, lot of yeah. mitsubishi and super winter beater what's up yeah but that's the, like that'd be the majority of them but like Oh, like a majority of them, you know, like say like Civics or. Oh yeah, you're not you're not gonna get not your car rusted yeah. out and crashed yeah. into, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then stolen, think, and then stolen, but, and then parted out, yeah. and then the parts you buy back are rusted. Well, look at it this way: as soon as we get like the first good couple snowfalls, what does everyone do? We all go and we try to find like a parking lot to go hoon around yeah. in, you know, for yeah. a day. Mm-hmm. So I think you know maybe trying to get a little bit more towards like performance events might be a good route. Mm-hmm. Like we've been trying to get ice racing a little bit more mainstream in the mm-hmm. past couple of years. This past year, we just, time and weather obviously didn't really work yeah. out in yeah. our favor, and who knows what next winter will be like. But That's yeah. true, yeah. Next winter could be terrible. Well, TCBMW, it's a way smaller scale than either of you guys, but we'd host uh, meetly get together. Uh, sorry, weekly, weekly get-togethers. <laughs> meetly wit-togethers. <laughs> but they're, they're not car-related. We talk about car stuff, but like you just go in your beater or whatever, and you just go sit inside and have drinks and dinner. Make something friends. like that. You're in, mm. or maintain friendships over the winter. I mean, I mean most... Yeah. I think friendships are like they're just the kind where you can shut it off over the winter and just kind of come back mm-hmm. to it in the spring. But it's nice to. I once referred to my car friends, my summer friends, because it's like I don't see them during winter. I got my summer car. I got my summer friends. Yeah. <laughs> I I, kinda, I, I like the ice racing right. idea. That's yeah, pretty it's, cool. It's kind of like that. It's like I don't I, I like come winter I have to find like a completely different hobby. So yeah. it's like 
I didn't really know like D and D X Wing and like well, I feel like that's when people like stuff do like that because like, like do it in, in their basement. cars and their garage. That's where the off-topic yeah. section of the forums used to be really popular. Yeah, yeah. you'd exactly. find people with similar off-season <laughs> interests. Like for yeah. me, I build computers. Yeah, exactly. Like I focus on just indoor. A lot of people activities. talk about Forza and stuff. Uh, you know, Forza. on our group as well. Thank you. It, so mm-hmm. if you're ever near the people that developed that game, they'll ream you for calling it Forza. It's Forza. Yeah, it's Forza. 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 There's a there's a there's a T that's not in there. That you pronounce and all right. Just saying, it's Forza. <laughs> what the heck is this garbage? So there we go. That's... I mean, answer me this, Kua. You know, could you guys host like Cars and Craft in January? Mm, I'm not sure. Um, I think one of the thing is just attracting the cars that would come by. Mm-hmm. But most of the cars that would come by would just be beaters. So it'd be like a beater. A while ago, they were car- like, car- car- cars and crap. Yeah, beaters, beaters and crap, or crap, crap beaters, or whatever, well, or see, crap and crap. That, that's what I've seen about like the indoor event, where it's like if you like you load your cars into the venue the night before. Mm-hmm. And then you make sure they're clean. But where are you like, going to well, find a venue that size that's a, you know sustainable and feasible and affordable? That's for that very kind true. Of thing, that's so. very true. But I mean, like it's got to be like a some sort of like stadium that's not being used, yeah. like like for like a school or something. Well, that, that's <laughs> I think that's the, the well, just people just driving there too and keeping their car yeah, clean true. all the time. Yeah. I think that's a and seeing if you know the venue would actually let people clean their car from yeah. you know all that salt and oh yeah, get all salt off, yeah. especially in like January when it's like frozen yeah Yeah. and like you know we had like those winter ramp meets like the first two seasons and Mm. they work but they're super popular everybody's like just over the moon excited because like the thing is like i'm not sure if i'm the only person that does this but february if i see a clapped out mpv i get as excited as i see (laughs) like a 240z in july I like seeing people's winter setups. But anyway, I'm sorry, Dan. I need you to continue. I did cut you off. But. No, no, that's all good. I mean, all I was basically going to finish with was, you know, there's only a few venues you can really get to work in our climate in the mm-hmm. winter. Like, one that I thought really worked well that we didn't even host was when Miguel hosted that one underneath that, the Yeah, I know, right? It was perfectly warm. It just warm. exploded it was, in, yeah. like, size. The issue is you need enough people who are willing to commit to being there that day to help keep the riffraff down. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the issue with meets on the whole, especially if yeah. you try to go larger than 100 people. With Miguel's, it's supposed to be just, like, a 20-person meet. Yeah, like, that and just go exploded. skateboard and stuff. Yeah. But it, it, the people were so itchy. They just, like, had yeah. to. Yeah. Like, and then yeah. everybody and their mom showed up. And it was, like, that two-second meet it was awesome because, like, you're able to actually get out for a meet and like, you know, like I'm too that. cold. Are you cold? Yeah. All right, let's go home. Right, let's go. No, no, it was underground. And the only reason it got, it got shut down because it's supposed to be 20 people yeah, or something. It was supposed to be like super small. And literally the entire ramp was full. Yeah. There was like four to 600 people. That it was like, up. yeah, yeah. And it, this was in like January. Oh, where was this at again? It was downtown Minneapolis. It was oh. the Hilton ramp underneath. Second oh, Ave. yeah. Okay. Okay. Like it, it, filled the lot and like they the only reason i shut that i go listen you guys all paid but like you're gonna die from all the co2 <laughs> yeah. like you need to leave it was pretty then bad. do it at west end uh, although that's not a pay ramp so that would have, you'd have problems you'd never get approval for that well yeah. apparently the uh whatever the rally is that's going on tomorrow they have permission apparently hmm. Not, that's heartening so. i mean polar and we do our vinyl application parties down there in the winter yeah. just because it's free and it's warm ish yeah <laughs> and it's 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 great for that but yeah if you get past even 10 or 15 cars there you're really starting to step on businesses that are functioning out of there mm-hmm. so that's oh, yeah. tough it's like kind of mm-hmm. thing like you know weekends like downtown parking ramp stuff 
I mean, it could be feasible. I think like if Drive Cartel did do that separately or MNC did that separately, it put a huge strain on you guys. But I think like if if some of our crews like got together and like actually did something like that, that'd be really dope. Well, that's, that's the cool. thing. Like for us, we're supposed to be a United Nations of yeah. car groups locally, and if I could actually get like you know the leader of every car group to be willing to pitch in their time to host one of those. You know, we'd pay the thousand dollars or whatever that it costs to, like, you know, take the ramp for a day or whatever. Yeah, I, but time is, you know, valuable. So. I, I think mm-hmm. the other thing is, mm-hmm. like, with, with car shows, is there is a level of novelty to them. Yeah. Like Cars and Crafts has its novelty. Is that it's in like this like dope rundown brewery, and it really juxtaposes mm-hmm. the super clean cars with the urban decay. Yep. And with the Minneapolis Mile. You have like the hustle and bustle of downtown being juxtaposed and by this brand the cars. new infrastructure too. Yeah, yeah, being yeah exactly being juxtaposed by the cars sitting there. Same thing with the uh, unnamed uh, show that happens that maybe at a pizza shop in St. Paul, Minneapolis. Yeah, we're not disclosing this show, area. but it is one of, if not my favorite show yeah, of the year. And you need to be in. To know about that show. Yeah. So if I say it, will you guys like bleep me? Is there no? There's no bleep, but we will hit you. <laughs> I have my hand on your microphone knob, sir. This also functions <laughs> as a club. <laughs> you just get vaped, bro. But um, no, no it, like it, you know, shows have a certain novelty to them. It's like a winter show, like would have like a ton of novelty. I think that would. Well, if you could handle something like, I mean, legitimately buying out that ramp and have people make sure their engines are off so you don't die of. You know, CO poisoning. That would be yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, you really, I wasn't even aware of that venue existing. Yeah, and, uh, like, back in the day, like, it's not, like, it's never been done before. Because the Weekfest show, that started out in a parking ramp in San Francisco. It started out at the Weak Sauce Industries headquarters, which was a 30-car <laughs> meet. And then Weak Sauce Industries went under. And Weekfest stayed on because the dude that ran it actually was smart enough to trademark it in his own personal name. But they started out, they were selling out entire parking ramps in San Francisco. Hmm. And it was it was done in the off-season in California, which I know it's to sound quaint to us. It's like in the 40s, maybe. It, 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 was, it, was, it was 65 degrees. Oh, jeez. Whoa! Whoa! Look at, look at all that steam. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know, right? But it was the relative off-season, which 65 degrees in NorCal is like, you just don't, why are you even going outside, you know? Uh 65 but, in NorCal is not that bad. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, so it's, it, it was like the off-season. 65 it, in SoCal. Like people, you see people in parkas. Yeah. it's It was the off-season. <laughs> it, it was a show that happened in the off-season, and that's exploded because of popularity. And the whole novelty was, like, this is a parking ramp meet in, like, in San Francisco in December? In the yeah, whole but there's fi- no road salt there. You really can't equate yeah. it. No, but the, no, the issue is is that it would rain, and nobody wants – in California, they're all oh, bitches yeah. about the weather. So, like, if, right. it, if it rains at all, just go home. Like, your life's ruined. You're probably going to melt because you're made of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> your spray tan's going to melt off. Like, what oh. are you going to do? So, like, yeah, having a car in a car ramp really did help. So, I think there, you might have – it might be viable. So yeah. that's just me talking at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Dan, and Dan, did you have any other uh, things you wanted to remark about? Like kind of just the overall state of the car community? Well, I was going to say, did we ever sort or of the finish car up community? the topic of uh, caffeine and octane? Caffeine and octane, did we? 
We've gone on a lot of tangents. I mean, we yeah, kind of did, but it sounds yeah. like none of us really know enough to speculate, so it's it's fine. I I don't personally have high hopes for that. I think they're just making a desperation grab to try to get some relevance as a venue for car shows. It's possible, but that's why we're getting involved. So what Caffeine Noctane will become is now our monthly... <laughs> You're going all the way down, huh? Goodbye. <laughs> So anyway, you guys so have any cool, other cool, cool have you, shows have you, you want to talk doing, about? Yeah, have you what? thought about doing as Drive Cartel, rather? <laughs> Not you personally, but Drive Cartel. Thought about doing a early morning meet? Um, Specifically on like the third Saturday of a month or whatever that No, we're going to do it. We're going to do it with everything with the same time with everyone else, too. So no. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> For, you're doing it every Saturday. Ever. Every Saturday. No. no we, we hop on think... CEC's calendar and we just make an event. <laughs> <laughs> See, that, that day and that day and that hour... <laughs> <laughs> With that club, yeah, fuck you, Dan. <laughs> well played. Uh, no, I mean, uh, no, I don't think we had, no, uh, I don't think we're ever planned that much because, you know, I think it's just. Well, you're, yours are all beer related, yeah. so I guess, mm, I, good. I guess your yeah. early morning would be Early like... morning is going to be too too tough to, for most people anyways, especially if it's on like a weekend, you know, so. You, 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 but, you know, you never know, like it works for cars and it would be like Octane yeah. Anonymous, like early morning meeting. Like, yeah. well, that, yeah. meeting. We're all drinking coffee, but it's got a bunch of Baileys in it. Yeah. <laughs> then I think we already have uh, Cars and Craft put down pretty well. For, yeah. Oh, my God. The, that show the evening, really so. is an amazing show. So I don't know if we want to do great like day, Great time. Yeah. Like, with that show, like that show in Minneapolis Mile, I show pictures of that to the guys that I work mm. with in California and stuff. And they are actually like, that's a really better meat than we have because like but california like everybody's like california's great it's all this and it's all that it's like no it's just a lot it's sheer numbers it's yeah. not quality because if you go to most meats in california they're in a parking lot of a walmart and they're gross and it's like the only reason it's better is you see there's an in and out burger on the other side <laughs> oh, that's fair. Yeah, no, i'm, I'm kind of on board with that i like in and out yeah that's pretty good yeah i think she gets in and out <laughs> But yeah, uh, did uh, you have anything you wanted to add on, Cooler? Oh uh, no, we you know just you know just uh, nothing much. We just got modest. That's kind of modest. Yeah. Okay, cool, track, cool. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. awesome. Well, hey guys, thanks a ton for coming out. Did you have any other any other topics or? Well, unless that... we're doing the what did we learn this week? Yes. Well, oh shit! Yeah, we have to do. <laughs> uh, all right, so. Um, We've actually added a couple of guest questions too. I think since they were both last on, uh, we have. Okay, so we have because we keep ending these episodes on depressing topics. Uh, I did. What did you learn this week that you're proud of to try and make you feel better? <laughs> so uh, Jan actually had one. Uh, while Burger is looking up the guest questions. Well, I, there's just one more that they really haven't done. Oh, what is it? The rest of it's like car event stuff, which we talk about. It's okay. the Carbitrage uh, California Affordability Channel Challenge. So, yes. fifteen hundred yes. to three thousand dollar car that you would buy over the course of a two week vacation in California instead of renting a car, and then driving it back to Minnesota and selling it for a profit or not losing money. What What would you buy? What would you buy? Given that? Mm. So, what th- this came about? Well, I'll, I'm just gonna do some filler so you guys mm. have time to think. This came about because we were, um, we both went to Monterey Car Week, mm-hmm. and we noticed that renting cars is like insane. It was quite expensive. Yeah, and we're like, you could feasibly buy a car and bring it back, and it costs about fifteen hundred to three thousand dollars, depending on what you want to get. I'm more like the fifteen hundred dollar, like I'll take a Corolla, whatever. Burger's like that. I want to have a fun car. I'll take an automatic 
Mustang, which I don't understand how it's more fun than I got or similar to do a Wrangler, thank you. <laughs> okay, so there's that. Convertible, though. But anyway, so that's why I'm like, I would rather just buy something. So it's like $1,500 or $3,000, something you'd buy in California, drive around for a week, drive back to Minnesota and sell for a profit that you would actually have fun with. That's better than renting, like, Dude, a I Versa. Know. I think a good one... Um... My uncle had this this uh, the uh, the older Toyotas the T one hundreds oh, oh yeah super clean the pre tundra that would be yeah, dope the pre- it was super clean and um you it rounds really good too you it was, can it was totally a get those for like yeah, yeah. three four at the five speed dude mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. It, he's dude it was running forever and those don't have the Tacoma following so you could definitely pick them up on the yeah. cheap yeah so you could pick them up for cheap drive them around everywhere you know if you want to drive them back here and. Sell it for more if you wanted to, but I just keep it here for the winter. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a really, really good decision because that car, uh, it was a one-year, it was a one-generation only. Yeah. They because then they called it the uh, the Tundra afterwards. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and so yeah, that the T100 would be a really great car. And no, actually, you know, I'm I'm trying to think of I don't know I don't know if it's the T100, but it's the it's one of the trucks that came with the 20R. I don't know if you know. Oh. That was older then. That's old. The twenty R. The the, oh, the uh, like the the uh, the not, not the Tacomas with the Hiluxes and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I'm the the, the four like the Toyota pickups from like the eighties. Yeah, from the eighties. Yeah. yeah. The, the the name rest of the world is the Hilux. That's what most yeah. people call it is the Hilux. Yeah. But yeah, that would be a really yeah. good one because you can get some of the weird ones for like nothing. Yeah. Um, I think what I said, um, a shovel nose Corona. We probably should have written yeah. ours down. Yeah, I, I, I can. I, I've got enough options. I can just come up with. Well, I mean, we can, we can keep changing ours. Yeah. Yeah. Isuzu I, mean, I mark. Oh, I remember mine. What was yours? E forty six three thirty i five speed. That is true. Yep. Yeah, and I, I think I went with a. I either went with a Corona or I went with a, uh, a diesel Mercedes. Yeah. So, I mean, does it count with rarity too? But I mean, like, no, I just something it, that is like you probably rusty stuff or uncommon no. stuff. Like for the, about for the E46, like, yeah. they're all rusty up yeah. here. People want clean shells for uh, spec E46 yeah. builds. So. I was going to say, like, even like uh, the rare 89 uh, Mitsubishi Mirage GTs. Because mm. those, came, those came with the 4 gt Super GTs. rare. Yeah. Super rare already. And it's. If you can find, find one. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, cool. you can probably find that in California. You can find. So, yeah. No, there's a couple in Cali that, you know, would just go for like 2000 2500 bucks and it's gone like immediately. Yeah. Yeah. So, damn, well, that's what, definitely what, on the top end of our budget. Yeah, yeah that, that's that, that's a really unique one. It'd be a Mirage GT. What would you say, Dan? I literally spent the past couple of minutes on Los Angeles Craigslist. Um, <laughs> yeah, but now that car posting costs five dollars, all the crappy stuff's gone from Craigslist. So it seems. But based on the list of like five cars I could think of that I wanted, the only ones that would come in around like three thousand dollars: Mini Cooper S manual. Like, a first gen, okay, sure. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's actually a pretty decent car. And I assume decent fuel economy if you're driving all the way back. Too, that's something so. to factor in, mm-hmm. certainly. So, um, is a like a Mini Cooper S, R fifty three Cooper S. Yeah, yeah, that that would actually be kind of fun. Yeah, that was on uh, Donuts like just barely missed Donuts list of no, it was on Donuts list of like best cars under 10 grand yeah. for a car enthusiast oh, and right. not gonna lie like that car has been like a guilty pleasure for me for a really long time it's and just i hope one day like I supercharger wine so that's mm-hmm. cool but they're not that's one of those things where it's like it's a, a pretty solid car i can't believe they're as cheap as they are i guess, oh, I, guess I can Some they're pretty old and they're bmws kind of but the motor isn't mm-hmm. um 
but that's not a car that's worth more here than it is in California. Probably not. So I you might not be able to make a profit. Amount. Yeah, I mean, you probably you won't lose probably, money. I think there's a. I think you probably would break even or go up on that because because there are more of those cars in SoCal. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I think just but a they, sheer quantity it just dilutes they don't the market. Rough, though. Yeah, but they're Seems not taken <laughs> care of here. I know, but the, the car you're going to buy in California might not be taken care of either. Although they do have inspections, which helps yeah, a they, ton. I, I think you'd probably find a better make. Yeah, California. I'm sure. You wouldn't lose money. Especially that, if, that if, you were, yeah. if you were to go from that but go up to convertible. You cannot get one of those for three Actually, grand. Actually, as, as I say, convertible probably. And I think the Vert has be, started with the be, turbo motors and those things. You won't find a running one. <laughs> for any price because the vacuum pump is seized and sheared the cam off and oh, the turbo coopers are so bad <laughs> I, I can say i would definitely buy one of those just to keep it too though yeah a supercharged yeah, r53 especially if you get like an early s works before they brought the works package in-house pretty cool oh, yeah. i would uh i was actually talking to my editor last night about the shovel nose coronas like the late 60s toyota coronas mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. He's like, I would buy one if I had found one in California. And the only reason I would say that car in California is because they just don't exist elsewhere. Like you just, you, they almost all sold in California and they have like just the most one in perfect condition with like 20,000 miles will sell for $5,000 one day. And then the next day it'll sell for $30,000 that like the exact same car. It's Mm. just, it's all over the place and the market has no idea what to do with them. Hmm. Because it's, it's like a proto Corolla, and it's got, like, a better racing pedigree than, like, the Dodge Challenger. Like, it's got a – the car is, like, really mm-hmm. awesome. But, uh, yeah, that's that, that's what I would say. But, uh, anyway, so fun facts that we mm-hmm. learned. Uh, Jana's fun fact, because she specifically wanted me to note this, <laughs> bones and other things collect in the oxbows of rivers. I guess that makes sense. Okay. And you're probably wondering, what? <laughs> like I was, uh, when I said this, I said, oh, what the fuck is an oxbow? Oxbow is where <laughs> it does the loop and it goes against the flow of gravity or whatever. Or so Jana's response, quote unquote, because I don't want to get it wrong. Fine. Oh boy. So the older the river, the more dramatic it, it meanders. Eventually it starts to pinch off and creates a low flow with lots of deposits. Uh, I need a whiteboard to describe it. But basically, an oxbow is where the deposits build up in a low-flowing part of the river. Interesting. The more you sense, know. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pull up a photo of an oxbow <laughs> for the people watching because I'm a, an art history person, so I, I know what these uh, are. That's what but an oxbow okay. is. That's where the river mm-hmm. doesn't go in a straight line. It actually mm-hmm. curves and goes against gravity, essentially, yeah. for a short period of time. So there you go. It's like that's downtown what... St. Paul. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's what an oxbow is. I live is. right by one of those. So there you go. Now you I, uh, know I am. <laughs> well, okay. So that was Janice. What's yours? Oh. Oh. Kua. <laughs> I, man. I'm going to pass this on to uh, Dan. I learned that Toyota's still making manual cars. There you go. Yep, the Corolla. Corolla. Yeah, that the was Corolla. our carbocharged car of the year, 20, yeah. uh, 2018. Yeah. <laughs> we were going to have a whole thing. but then And the Genesis G76 speed. They both kind of won. So. We, we we never ended up getting around to the, the award ceremony because our name change came out of like, left field. There was field. that, and like, it was timing with Victory and Reseda. We didn't want to step yeah. on them. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned that it is pretty much impossible to adequately drive a pair of Sennheiser HD 650s with an iPhone. Yeah, that's probably correct. Uh, oh, I learned I actually really like baseball. Oh. I, I mean, I'm not going to start like All right, watching Kua, it or so anything, have you thought but anything I actually like fun, it. Kua? Um, <laughs> please? Please? 
No, if anything, um, I don't even know if it's fun, but when I went to the dealership, uh, I did not know that a new Sienna's costed $50,000. Oh, so there you go. yeah. <laughs> that was something new and uh, fun to learn about. <laughs> I learned that Minnesota yeah. car culture is super steamy in the fall. There you go. All right. Steamy. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much yeah, again absolutely. for coming down at the same time and dealing with our schedule. Yeah, uh, absolutely. We appreciate it. It's yeah. good to be on the Love uh, having both of you guys episode. out. Yeah, thank you yeah. very much. Yeah, I mean, the pleasure is all ours, really. Yeah. So. It, it, was, it was a special episode. I wanted to do something <laughs> special. So. Yeah, man. Yeah, you guys are – I want to get – want to sum up most of the Minnesota car community the best I could. I need I want to get the two biggest crews and put them together with the best shows and talk about and then rub them together much... like balloons and make a bunch of static <laughs> I mean yeah I, I don't see the you know the president of MSRA here I think you kind of missed out yeah I, I did but I only have two microphones and I know <laughs> you guys personally so I don't want to have somebody come on for their first time and get lumped in with some other rando that they don't know oh we should yeah we'll get those, we'll like, get MSRA 19... and go for state someday <laughs> should have yeah. bought them one of those 1950s microphones like the full like from metal <laughs> <like>, <laughs> these actually look pretty cool underneath the pop uh, filters but yeah, they, they're, they're kind of like that on. but yeah you have the pop filter yeah. not quite as cool hey we made an entire episode without hitting the pre-war bell I am so excited Nice. Yeah, pretty cool. And on that really epically high note, by the way, cool, you should put some pre-war cars into. Uh, Thank the, you all the, for listening. <laughs> we will see you next week. Duesenberg. Duesenberg.